Put your paws up. Cause you were born this way, baby. Hello, everyone, and welcome back, or welcome to What's Your Jersey podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Marfuji, and we have such a jam-packed episode for you this week that I actually decided to cut it into two parts because I have two of my really close friends. We hadn't caught up in a while, and they have this amazing podcast called White Wine True Crime, and they also have a podcast called Pretty Scary Boo. Um, which you can catch on iTunes and they're so interesting and they know so much about true crime stuff and anything Halloween, scary, just paranormal, everything. And I picked their brains for three hours. So I thought maybe it might be easier for you guys to listen to it in two parts. So you're getting the first half and then I'll release the second half probably in a few days, you know, to give you some time to get through it all. Um, but I love them and they're really, really fun. Uh, they talk about their favorite true crime stories. They talk about starting up your own podcast and how they met and became friends. And they also just give advice on motherhood because Caitlin Cut. Oh, I should probably say their names. Carrie Martin and Caitlin Cut are my guests this week. Caitlin is a new mom, so we talk new mom things. And then Carrie actually works for Corporate America. She works for Seven Eleven, so she talks having a full time job and balancing doing you know podcast and full time job. Or for Caitlin, it's podcast, and she also has a full time job and is mom. So they talk about just trying to get through it you know um and also they're really fun in the just enough section we um talk about if the real housewives franchise had a fantasy football team so stay tuned for that there's lots of laughs i recommend listening to it with some some vino because we had some vino i also might have had domino's pizza delivered and meatballs and all the things so this is definitely a podcast to sit back with your family or your friends and just have some laughs with or hopefully get you through rush hour traffic if that's how you listen to my podcast. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to say, I hope you guys enjoy. I also want to say thank you for supporting me. What's your Jersey and supporting my sponsors. I love my sponsor so much this week and I'm so honored and flattered to be a FabFitFun partner. I love FabFitFun. And when we had recorded, I had yet to receive my FabFitFun fall editors box yet in the mail. Yes, I knew what was maybe coming in it, but I got it the day after we recorded. And I have to tell you guys, it's my favorite box yet. Um, again, I've talked about how all their products are full size, so you're not getting any samples. Um, my favorite thing in the box is there's this crown brush, six piece brush set. And I've been eyeing this. I've been dying over it. And I've been trying for fall to use more just matte makeup and trying out different techniques on my face. And when I got this this brush set, it completely changed my life. I've used it for appearances and certain photo shoots. And it's just really helped me to play around with makeup and make it more fun and also less stressful. It comes in this cute little compact case. I honestly feel like I'm Bobby Brown walking around, just a professional makeup artist for myself. So I love it. And my Cyclo Cobra Bluetooth earbuds are so much easier to go for a run with because they're wireless and they come in the box which 
which is so freaking cool. And also, I've made the main squeeze where the Glam Glow Bubble Sheet Face Mask because it's great and it just makes you laugh when you look at someone else wearing it because it bubbles up and you almost look like you're a panda or like a fun, I don't know, animated character. And it's so refreshing for your face. Uh, another really cool thing is the Ahava Mineral Hand Cream. I'm... Um, traveling a lot this season and once you pair that with there's a free people sleeping mask those two things on a plane i swear to god oh, they saved me this past week um anyway i love 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 this box and you guys will too it's so awesome and all you have to do is sign up at fabfitfun today i recommend it because these box sell out um, it's the fall editor's box and they're in limited limited supply. So just use my code WYJ to get $10 off. I mean, who doesn't love a good discount? I know I do. And it's so necessary because the holidays are coming up. Um, I have a guest on next week, Ralph Tedesco, and I randomly had the fall editor's box lying around when he came to record and now he is getting it for his girlfriend for Christmas. So it's good to be ahead of the game. This is the perfect time to order your present and then it's out of the way for your sister, for your cousin, for your mom, for your grandma, for your girlfriend, for anyone. And then you can steal the stuff out of it if you're a guy and you like hand creams and face masks and stuff. So anyway, use my code WYJ. You get $10 off your first box. All you have to do is go to fatfitfun.com, sign up, and then you start getting your box. Again, it's WYJ, $10 off. And I kid you not, there's over $200 worth of merchandise in that box for only $39.99. So go to fatfitfun.com and use WYJ and have, or shall I say, live your best life ever. Um, so I've talked enough. I want to get right into the pod. Again, this is the first part and you guys will get part two in a few days. I hope you love them and enjoy them as much as I do. And thank you again, meatballs. Enjoy. I'm not going to lie. I have a face that's sore from laughter. Um, my guests this week have already been fed pizza that I had delivered. Amazing. Um, meatballs, uh, wine, because it's very on brand with them. Oh, yes. And they've already... With the water back. Told, <laughs> they've already told me so many stories, and I was like, save it for the podcast. Yeah, you kept cutting us off. We're like, oh, this cool thing happening. Jacqueline's like, ha that's great. Save it for the podcast. Like, oh, Okay. <laughs> Okay, but they did tell me about like some really cool TV show shit that we can't talk about before. So there was I, some cool TV shit. There was a lot of cool TV shit. Um, so I'm just gonna get right into it. Actually, no, I'm not. Before okay. I get into it, uh, I just want to thank you, Meatballs, for listening. If this is your first time listening, welcome. I call my listeners Meatballs. I'm sorry. I know a lot of you think it's annoying, but I like it. So there's that. Um, that's so, the beauty of having your own podcast. You can do whatever you want. Right. They can tell you that you're annoying. Not that that's happened to me or Carrie personally. <laughs> Everybody loves us. We're really. <laughs> we do five well. stars across the board. Yeah, no. We really. <laughs> zero bad reviews. Special. Everybody likes us <laughs> and thinks that we matter and care. You and do matter and care sure. about, about crime. But is that wine. is the best part about having a podcast is suddenly you are indisputable. 
Exactly. So I just want to say thank you for listening. Thank you for reaching out. Thank you for doing all the things. And also thank you for supporting our sponsors. This week we have FabFitFun sponsoring the podcast. Do you guys know what FabFitFun is? Yes, I've gotten a box before. You've gotten a FabFitFun box? Yeah, I went to some... (laughs) I always just end up places. I don't know. I was at some place in LA with my friend and then they were giving them out. Uh, Yeah, I brought it home. Yeah, they're giving them out to whoever her company was and the people who tagged along and just showed up i got one too oh my god you're it's like christmas and hanukkah yeah well guess what what you can get a fabfit fun editor's box what i know i think you guys are really excited it's here it's the fall editor's box it's amazing it's a seasonal subscription box Whoa. it's delivered four times a year with full size so is this like a more special box i think it's more special just because everything that's in it i actually use that's awesome right that's something i mean i use or i've also gifted people Mm. not like an indian giver thing where i'm like well i gave you that so it's gently used it's it's (laughs) (laughs) you fried them out shut up carrie Carrie always for you carrie always makes fun of me because i sometimes call things gently used so she was just throwing shade everybody Uh, can you describe gently used so no one gently uses something before giving it out Yeah, if it's, it's like something that you actually want to give to another person unless, it, you know, the artifact is just evidence of how hard you live <laughs> before using it, which, by the way, I had as a white elephant um, gift. My yes. gift was like a bottle of whiskey because that's what you do at this age for a company, White Elephant Gift Exchange. At your company. Is you just exchange alcohol because... I mean, it'll find a home. Exactly. But I was in such a bad mood on the way there that I started drinking out of it and then (laughs) giving it to the other people in the car who didn't know why I had it. And then once we got there, I put it in a gift bag and I'm like, oh my God, you're giving that out. And I was like, yes, gently used. No, that's Carrie's. Yep. That's a gently used bottle of whiskey from Carrie. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. (laughs) I don't want to exclude anyone. No, exactly. Well, I promise anything in your FabFitFun box will not be gently used. No, it's all for you. It'll, It'll all be brand new i actually my favorite thing there are these really cool earbud headphones in there that i am obsessed with that i love and i use them every single day um and if you get your own FabFitFun box you can use them too i'm just saying those actually look super helpful for me because i walk my kid with our dogs when i get back from work being a mom so oh. just wanted to put that out there like those are super useful oh i'm not gonna lie that i bombshell in my mom definitely has ordered the FabFitFun box with my promo code and she's so excited she just called me and said oh my god i got my box because she's going to europe for a business trip aka along with my dad on his business trip sure yeah yeah (laughs) and she's bringing all the stuff that was in her box so it's definitely a good gift it's something that's perfect for this time of year to order also the holidays are coming oh my god and on top of all of that it's breast cancer awareness month and the magazine you get inside the fat fit fun box is awesome and christina apple Gate is on the cover. Do you guys know Christina Applegate? Oh my god, yes. of course. She's like goals for me for everything. Like, what I just, was that show? It was only like a season or two with her and her, her and Will Arnett. Will Arnett. Yes. I loved it, I loved and then it, it got too. canceled. I just love her. I love every. I've always just thought she was pretty amazing. She was a, a big into dance. Oh, she and pussy got dolls. Yeah, she pussy was cat like dolls. Right, she also, don't tell mom the babysitter's. Dad. I mean, that's the one for me. That's kind of like a true crime. It is. Uh, it's a total yeah. true crime. She hid the body, and then she also 
forged a resume on trend like being a mom yeah well i'm on trend now carrie (laughs) i am a mom but back to that i just actually just told us oh i was gonna cover it and just say it was a cool person that i had met in la that Uh told me i was on trend but it's my friend jacqueline but it's me but it's you but you're very on trend (laughs) thank Um, you because i popped a baby out Yes, we are going to get all into the baby thing. I can't wait. Um, but Christina started this Right Action for Women organization. And if you get the Fat Fit Fun Box, there's a magazine that tells you all about it. And I think, do you guys, because we've all been dealt with or had people in our lives who have, you know, had breast cancer. Yeah, totally. And don't you think early detection is like the number one thing? Early detection? On trend. <laughs> on trend. <laughs> on trend. No, it, I mean... So we've talked about this. My mom passed away from breast cancer. It'll be 14 years ago this December, which is crazy. Um, And my mom was like an awesome mom. She was a lot of fun. She was really like beautiful, super together. But she never got checked. And she never took care of herself. She never put herself first. And she ultimately ended up getting diagnosed with something that really could have been prevented. Like, had she caught it early, I think she would have actually been okay. So, I know this is, like, heavy-handed, but no, if, you're, if you're considering going and you're like, whatever, put it off, put it off, no, go go get checked. Because here's the thing. A lot of women, we avoid these things because we're too busy taking care of the people that we love. But the truth is, to really take care of the people we love, you have to take care of yourself. You have to. So, please go get checked. Go get checked. Wasn't she also, like, a religious zealot who wasn't... Yes, there was also into, that. Like, modern medicine? No, she was into modern medicine, okay. but she also thought God was going to heal her. That's a whole other podcast. Ooh, we could get into that. Yeah, we can. Later. I'm, I'm yeah. into it. But, I mean, like, you know, the chemo did help at a certain point. So, right. she also believed in science. Okay. Well, that's yeah. good. Well, she yeah. had me. I have all sorts of health problems. And she was, like, all about me getting medical care. Thank yeah. God. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, Otherwise, right? I wouldn't be here. Embarrassing Caitlin Carrie with photos. and heart surgeries. My mom had breast cancer, but she caught it... Um, just during a regular mammogram with her yearly. So there you go. Oh, by the way, annual pap smears and the whole shebang. Very important things. to do. All the things. And she didn't even know it ran in the family. So by proxy, I didn't know that it ran in the family. And so they caught it at stage one. And then she had to go in and get surgery where they put, I guess, like radiation pellets into a, mm-hmm. her breast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then that killed it off. And so luckily they caught it right away. And then, yeah, it was gone. But now she goes and... Now that I know that, I guess I have the gene. Yeah, you got to go in. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I go, go once too. a year. And Carrie's really good about like the dentist and getting her boobs checked. I have to say. <laughs> I have to say. I'm shows. bad at both, ironically. Great but boobs. She's got great, great New York boobs. Yeah. And she has really good teeth. You have beautiful teeth. It is, um, though, getting the mammogram, because I'm like, okay, it's just like a little bit. <laughs> like awkwardness it feels like the most awkward olin mills picture that like you've ever taken (laughs) and i've got boobs that definitely are moldable yeah there's yeah there's a lot to work with with a lot yeah Yeah. there's with mine it's like uh it's like moving uh two small piles of sand back and forth especially after i had the baby right now thank you well bras are wonderful they're really (laughs) important in my life now at this point same with this same with the spanks but we can get into that later oh yeah get checked there too yeah 
Get checked there. Get checked. <laughs> if you want to learn anything else about it, go to rightactionforwomen.org and get your FabFitFun box. Guys, um, do you want to know how to get $10 off your FabFitFun box? Can you please tell me right I'm now? I'm going to tell you right now. Sign Thank up you. for FabFitFun today to get your fall editor's box. The FabFitFun fall editor's box is in limited supply, so I recommend doing it while you're listening to this podcast. Today. you're not driving. Do it today. Yes, do it today. But they, red lights are fine. But yeah, <laughs> Exactly. I know you guys are fast with your phones. Um, also, use my code WYJ to get $10 off your first box. Just go to FabFitFun.com, sign up, start getting the box for a life well lived boom you know, like self-care self-care it self-care really is self-care october i like it is. that i like that right should and be self-care september though i know that's breast cancer awareness october God damn it anyway use my promo code wyj to get ten dollars off your first box that's over two hundred dollars for only 39.99 whoa such a steal again wyj to get ten dollars off your fat fit fun box you know what hmm. you too I'm so obsessed with you, and I'm so what? happy to have you here. I haven't even announced like who you are, or what we're dealing with. Everyone's just like, "Oh my gosh!" I like what we're dealing with is probably <laughs> the most, <laughs> probably the most accurate way to explain, just him. explain <laughs> what you're dealing with. My guest this week, mm. I I would say you're pioneers in the podcast. You know what? I I would too, because we started our show before all the other alcohol combo podcasts came along. (laughs) I'm not wrong. No, no, you're right. I'm laughing because she, I'm so mad. Caitlin does like 96% of the work that goes into our podcast. I show up. 96 solid. (laughs) It's pretty accurate. I'd say that range. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember she, because we're like, how we want to do a podcast. How do we do it? And then I just stared at Caitlin and waited, waited for her to figure it out. And she would send me stuff like, oh, we should read this so we both know how to do a podcast. But you're much like, like space, it just doesn't interest me. So no. I like waited me for her to figure it out. during group projects when I was in school. Oh, I yeah. figured out very just quickly. Just waited out. Yeah. No, yeah. I, and I was always the person that was like, all right, guys, here's the spreadsheet. Yeah, this is our team. A nerd outside of this, but very helpful. <laughs> during project time yeah like i would always end up with things like free coffee and like gift cards but i'd be exhausted and everyone else would get the a2 and i'd be like fine we all made it whatever who cares oh, there's yeah. a speaker in the group it probably was you always yeah 100 percent yeah. I mean, your banter alone is reason enough to Thank listen you. to your... You have more than one podcast. Um, <laughs> yes. These ladies are not only podcasters, but they're also really hilarious stand-up comedians, writers, performers, and just the most badass chicks you can meet. Um, you have a podcast called White Wine True Crime. Mm-hmm. And then Pretty Scary Boo. Pretty scary boo. Boo. Pretty scary boo. Uh, welcome to the podcast. Yay. Thank oh you so much gosh. for Caitlin having Cotton, us. Carrie Martin. We're here. We're here. We're here. We're happy to be here. Uh, oh, yeah. Are you that kidding? As soon as we came in, you're such a great host. Thank you. And I got, ho- okay, <laughs> for our podcast, White Wine True Crime, when people would come over before, uh, we I would make them, I guess that was part of the 4% I contributed, Yeah, uh, a kill kit. <laughs> you got one. I got a kill kit that yes. stayed in Nicole Amy Schreiber's car for a very long time. <laughs> Comedian. <laughs> Thank God she never got pulled over, which by the way, we still need to record with her because we recorded an episode with her and then our equipment was like... No, like Stop. mine tonight. We're all sitting on my floor right now. This is I the dream. No, I love it. Nicole a kill kit, and then she ordered a pizza, 
And so I had like the drop cloth and I think zip ties and stuff. And so when the pizza delivery guy came, she's like, Carrie Floor. I was like, okay, no questions asked. I got on the floor on the drop cloth. She zip tied me and I think put like a blindfold on me yeah. and opened the door yes. for the pizza delivery guy. Please tell me she videoed this for like, I know you have pictures. Caitlin took pictures. I took pictures. I took pictures. pictures. Uh, there's a picture of the delivery guy looking right at me. <laughs> and I, I was right. just smiling at him. Because, I mean, for all he knew, he had walked into, like, funny games. Like, he was... And I was just, like, not going to not... I wasn't going to talk to him, and I wasn't going to stop smiling. Those were my two plans for that whole exchange and nicole amy was just you know doing her thing just like hustling to get the she, her thing was like she was trying to get him out the door really quickly like just to freak him out she more wasn't trying to milk it no that's how that's how she was milking it oh, was that yeah. she made it like oh hi how's it go it was amazing oh, like he definitely walked into an yeah it was great videography uh, yeah videographer but i like stood there like the slender man just staring at him Whatever. That's so creepy. But you are great. the hostess with the mostest. Oh, so I you. always get excited to come over because you always have a nice spread. Your house looks on. like a Hilton hotel yeah, room. It's so beautiful. Um, a Hilton hotel room? Are you being mean to me right now? Is that bad? I don't know. <laughs> the last thing I stayed in was, I think, an Ayers. So it's fine. Oh, I love it. I'll take mm. anything at this point. Actually, the last hotel I stayed in was the Silverado Hotel in Reno, Nevada, oh. which is where all of your hopes and dreams go to die. <laughs> have you ever been to Reno? I did a show there. I've never been when there. When I went on uh, you were on a tour, you were on a comedy with tour there. Dana Moon and uh, Mike Falzone and Elliot Morgan, all yeah. very very funny. Reno though, it was like May and it was like snowing. Yeah, it's it, it, it was interesting crazy. fact about Reno, Nevada. Four out of five people are talking to themselves right now. <laughs> There's n- I've never met so many people actively high on meth in my life. And the funniest part was so my so my brother got married up there because my dad is ill. He lives up there. Yeah. Bro took one for the team, decided to get married up there. Still think it was a bad decision, but whatever. Anyway. It's just so weird because your dad's done so much for you. Right. I know. I, it's, I, yeah. Great dad. I, I have the kind of dad that makes you a stand-up dads. comedian. Right. Yeah. I want to hear the butcher knife story. Oh, your dad. oh, yeah. I can tell that story, too. Okay. So uh, we'll get to that. But we so my husband and I, we are with our baby. He's at this point nine months old. And we think because we don't know. I the guess he hates me. I guess way. it's easier. She's so insecure about this baby. <laughs> um, I figure like it's easier to drive than fly. I don't know. I don't know. So we drive to Reno from Long Beach from Long Beach. Was that seven hours? Yeah, but the kids slept the whole way. I have to say, my kid was a rock star. We get we get to the hotel. We get to the hotel. We pick this hotel because it was the only one with a pool and a gym. We walk up. This woman has gravity-defying hair. It's like it, there's a fan I'm not a part of. That Her hair's blowing in the back. Her acrylic nails are... I don't know how the woman functions. Like not to be graphic but if that woman has a tampon inside of her i don't know how she gets it out like it was just it was like edward scissorhands it was the most psychotic thing so she's typing with with the tip of her acrylic nails we walk up and i'm not kidding she looks at me and she goes okay so here's the deal there's no pool there's no gym if it were up to me i would have emailed y'all but unfortunately i'm the bearer bad news please don't be mad at me that is the first thing she says and so my husband goes okay so are you gonna charge us a resort fee and she goes 
I appreciate that y'all know what a resort fee is. A lot of people haven't been asking me that directly, so now I'm not going to charge it to you. But let me tell you something. Uh, St. Joseph's, the hospital right around the corner, they got a great gym. And my husband's like, (laughs) the the hospital gym? She goes, yes, also the pool's very nice. And my husband's like, so like where people are recovering from like staph infections. <laughs> and we're like looking at the baby, looking. So that's Reno. So we check in. There's no pool. There's no gym. Fine. Whatever. Let's go outside. There is a hot wing festival happening in downtown Reno. And I already felt like I was living in a zombie apocalypse. But there are people roaming down the street hammered, just like chewing meat off of bones. Ugh. And there is a woman, and listen, thank you for your service, but she's a veteran, and she's been chosen to sing Firework by Katy Perry. Oh, which I don't hate that. So special. Okay, but... That's a tough one. Also, not a song yeah. sung by anybody that isn't a robot. Like, I, that's not a song. Katy Perry can't even sing that song. Exactly, Carrie. Yeah. Exactly. No offense, Katy Perry. It I love you. Possible. You've got great boobs, great skin. You can sing other stuff, I guess, it's but... song to get pitchy on. Yeah. Yeah, so it was a lot. It was a lot. Wow. Anyway. Reno. Reno. How do we get to Reno? I don't know. But um, that's how everybody, that's the question everybody asks when they get there. <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't matter. What are you doing here? How the fuck did we get here? Oh, my dad. Uh, yeah. But we can come back to that later. I'm going to keep drinking. Um, you were talking about buffalo wings. And I just have to side note that Carrie Martin is the only friend I have that will take me to a Hooters. Yeah. And throw down for, did we get mozzarella sticks? We always get mozzarella we always, sticks. We always get you mozzarella sticks. You do the ordering. Sticks. I do. I just, I just pull out my Buffalo Wild Wing gift cards to pay for our date. <laughs> but I've never looked forward to a date. We had so entirely. much fun. We used to uh, do this yoga class together on Saturday afternoons. God, one time, Jacqueline, it was the same day. Jacqueline came in. You were in a bad mood. She had been crying, but she had like this black yoga mat. And she'd been wiping her face. And she had like black streaks all sure, over her face. Sure, like you do. And she's yeah. like still kind of crying. So I'm like, do I listen or do I tell her <laughs> her face? Carrie's kind of always like going to take the, la- the path of least resistance. Okay. She's just going to sit there listening and while you have was... yoga dust on your face. Yeah. yeah. It's I not a bad thing. Zebra, but I had talked to every person I could have. Sure. Inside the studio. Sure. Yeah. Just <laughs> That's what that's that's what it was there for. Yeah, she had like a granola bar. Do you want it? And I was like, uh, I'll do whatever you want. Like one looking at you is making my eyes water. Let me tell you something about <laughs> I, I'm still not hundred percent sure why. Let you're, me tell you something about upset. my friend Carrie Martin. Uh fine dining, yeah, sure. You could enjoy that experience. Or you could go to any chain restaurant with Carrie Martin. Fucking love Carrie love Carrie so is much. the only person I know. That gets gets restaurant chain gift cards and holds them close to her heart. Yeah. They're in my wallet. They're in her wallet at all times. So we, we we used to go work out, and then afterwards we're like, oh, let's let's grab something to eat. Yeah, yeah, you have lunch. Yeah, yeah. Wondering okay. wouldn't be so bad, and half the time you'd be like, oh, I have to work later. It's like, oh, it's it's fine. Yeah, let's just roll the dice on that one. <laughs> and so we would terrifying go to the, uh, Roosevelt. Which is a nice restaurant, and we came from hot yoga. No shower, go straight there. We yeah. were 100% the smelly kids in class. Yeah. The waiter looked disgusted. <laughs> so what do we do? We don't go anywhere. No. We sit right up there at the bar. We, we get up. drinks. We got tons of food. Whatever, that guy was just jealous. 
and right. then we were living our best life. And then after that, it was like, well, let's keep going down Hollywood Boulevard yeah, like, where there's sure. AIDS needles yes. all over the place. No, it's Stop fine. Now. Just don't wear flip flops. So we went to Hooters. We went to Buffalo Wild Wings and we went to Hooters. And yeah. we were there for hours. We were there for a while. We laughed. We cried. Was, we did shots. Yeah, of, we did shots of tequila. Yeah. It was a thing. And that's, that's what yeah. happens when you go to a chain, uh, chain restaurant with my friend Carrie Martin. And that was the night I almost got fired. No. <laughs> then she was like, I got to gotta go to work. And I was like, oh, God. Sorry. I'm going to go home and pass out. <laughs> Classic <laughs> Carrie move. <laughs> it's like 5 p.m. So we stopped at a, a Sev. Yeah. We stopped before. We got you some Red Bull. Yeah. I got a lot of Red Bull. That helps. Red, the only thing Red Bull does is convince you that you're not drunk. Exactly. Red Bull is like, it's like your friend that's like, you're fine. You're, oh, it's just like Carrie. It's like drinking a can of Carrie Martin. You're fine. You can do it. It's fine. I got to go, though. I'm going to go lay down. <laughs> I've got a bunch of ID murder mysteries that I've saved on my DVR. You have to work. Ooh, sorry. Were you there that night? I feel like you're quoting Carrie. Jacqueline, let me explain something. Let me explain, let me unpack something for you. Yes. Uh, we just released our hundredth episode of our show, which means which means for a hundred times, for a hundred times, literally a hundred times, we've recorded recorded on a weeknight where Carrie can sleep in and I have to wake up at five a.m. <laughs> oh, like tonight? Yeah, no, just like tonight, yeah. and like every other night. I, I, I trust me. Like there have been the only times where I knew I've gone too far is when Carrie stayed at my house. If Carrie stays at my house, I'm like we've done. And I live right down the street, so there was no excuse for me not to get into it. I over. do own one of the cutest dogs on the planet, Ripley, who has a very special relationship with Carrie. Um, so I think that was part of why Carrie liked to stay because Ripley will like curl up next to you Ripley's and very sweet yeah and I yeah. like that Rufus her other dog her clearance <coughs> dog I could do without yeah I got Last him on clearance I saw him he looked like he was on hard clearance times. I did he I got him like the city of Detroit like he'd seen better days yeah they're like <laughs> bears in his fur uh Rip, Rufus I got on clearance I was dating a guy I've told the story a couple times on our show but I was dating this guy he was really stupid and I knew I had to break up with him and he was like talking 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 and we were in a shopping mall okay and we're walking past a pet store and there was like cute little puppies and then this like the other side of the window of the pet store and i feel like they don't even like have these anymore at this point but it's a a shopping mall pets of course in jersey we had so many of yeah of course so like on the other side of the door there was like another pen and on the store facing side of the pen there were like there was like a pile of stuffed animals and there was a big red sign that said clearance and then I kept walking and I realized once I got past this like balsa wood plank that had been shoved in the middle of the pen that there was a dog on the other side and so I was like looking at this clearance sign looking at this dog and I walked into the pet store and I was like is this dog on clearance (laughs) and the guy was like yeah and I was like, so how much for this dog in the window? Like, dumbest question. Actually asked it. And the guy goes, just make me an offer. And I was just at a point in my life where all of my issues had just glommed onto this dog that nobody wanted. I was like, you know what? I just want to hold him. So I picked him up, and he fell asleep in my arms. I'm like, God damn it. So I bought a dog. That's how I got this dog. And that's how you got clearance That's dog? how I got Rufus. Mm-hmm. And if there was ever a dog that was purchased on clearance, it is Rufus. It's Rufus. Yeah, bless his heart. Oh, but man. So he's her, dumber than a bag of hammers. It's just... Her dog and her baby don't like you? Rufus? No. Oh, Rufus, Rufus likes Rufus you? Rufus likes everybody. Rufus? Uh, the dog... I'm fine with the dogs. I feel like Jack yeah. likes you, but you're, like, weird about it. Have you... 
the one pic- first of all it took me 10 months to ease into like wanting to hold him okay backstory <laughs> when i told carrie i was pregnant she went on a two-day bender <laughs> Before we put this on my son, let's just say Got it. Okay. Carrie had, to, Carrie had to get used to me being pregnant. I get that. Yeah, it took her but a how second. How is this going to affect my life? No, it was and the most... And then when the baby was born, I felt like I she should have gotten me like a present like to ease yeah. me into like... Like your own somebody push else present. Getting it was attention. my fault. It was my fault. Yeah, Carrie should have gotten a push present. <laughs> it's what I'm... Yeah. I respect that. That's true. I feel that way. I feel like... She's a big part of my life. As people that aren't married and with kids... Right? right? Yeah. I feel like you're heading down that path. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Tommy, Tommy's Tommy been a, a guest on here. Tommy has the main squeeze, Tommy Caprio. Yeah. I haven't met him yet. Yeah. No, which is a couple of times, sad. but he might walk in I at like one him. point. I'm into yeah. it. Which is great. He'll pull up a mic. <laughs> Will he? Yes. Yeah. Great. He has two podcasts himself. He's like you guys. Okay, what? so his uh, yeah. they're comedy or sports related? What are they? Like both. Okay. I think they're more com- they're more sports, but he okay. thinks they're more comedy. Oh, see, ours yeah. is the opposite. We get all <laughs> this shit subjective. for our show not being true crime enough. What? And it's like we're listed well, as a comedy podcast, but that's you guys fine. Are funny, that's fine. I love your saying, "Let yourself be wind and crumbed." That is yeah. one of those things where, um, in you know, one of those instances where Carrie was super helping out, and I was like building the website. Um, <laughs> I remember, I remember texting you. I was like, so we have to have, we have to have a slogan. I don't know why, but like it's on the website and it's like part of iTunes. So what is here? What do you think of this? I was like, let yourself be wived and crimed. And then the response was like, yeah, that's fine. I was like, (laughs) God damn it. Damn it. No, no, it's fine. Not even an emoji. No, not even an emoji or a half smiley face. Oh, I love it though. And I'm so proud of you guys because you've been on investigation discovery. The everygirl.com has posted. You're the top, one of the top 10 crime podcasts. That was a cool one. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like this is a huge day. Buzzfeed just put you on Buzzfeed. We were on Vulture too recently. We were on Vulture, but the Buzzfeed quiz, like, so I have this whole bit about being a basic bitch and this, there's this whole piece about how I've learned about myself via BuzzFeed quizzes. So the Ooh, fact that our podcast quiz. Yeah, so our podcast is part of a BuzzFeed personality quiz, oh God, which makes me super happy now. How and we're up there with like Serial and S-Town and True Crime Garage and all these other huge ones that we love. So no, you guys are no joke. Did yeah. you take your own BuzzFeed quiz? I tried. I tried and I couldn't find it. Uh, <laughs> what it means I tried like during a commercial break of uh, Below Deck, they had a marathon on earlier. Oh, I'll email you the link. <laughs> oh. No problem. But I did do the one that it's like if I'll pick up. That, I'll pick back up my ninety four percent of the work. <laughs> email you the fucking link. I'm still underselling myself. <laughs> That's so us. It's so us. So our dynamic. You know, you it was know, like Kate Casey. Yeah, she. She. What's her? God damn Hers it. is reality life. Her. Reality yeah. life. She is her daughter who it's like her gives kids 10%. Her kids are beautiful. She is the one yep. kid that gives 10%. That's her hashtag. Yours is gives 6%. Four. 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 Again, okay. I know. We're still thinking the best of our friend Carrie Martin. Well, you're amazing. The queen of you're, the... No, I love her. Are you kidding me? One of my me? favorite things about you, I can relate to this. You're an idiot savant. <laughs> 
when it comes to like a random <laughs> thank it's a, you it's a compliment no, it's hang a, in there Shanta. yeah no it's a big an idiot savant is like you know random facts of information her mind See, i feel like that's caitlin is a steel lies we yeah. when we do our show i'm like i can here's the thing i hook on to like the big thematic broad. stuff broad you're, stuff no you're i'm the menu carrie's yeah. like her name was pat Mort. she had a bare, bad haircut and she's from nebraska yeah i'm like what the hell what? how did you remember that yeah now granted are we supposed to both know this information because that's what we're technically talking about yes but yeah. carrie knows it and that's all i care about that's i and that's what i appreciate. it balances yeah each other out i think yeah wait so you've been on i didn't know you're on up rocks too mm-hmm. pimp yourselves out i want to hear like all the cool things that are happening with you right now before we really get into things oh well those were all the cool things oh, those <laughs> were, uh, uh, yeah not to bury the lead but also, uh, uh <laughs> been to crime con yeah. which that's where we what no i've just I'm, I'm sorry i just remembered ken kratz doing the worm <laughs> so okay we really hear about that yeah so we watch making a murderer right <laughs> okay so making a murderer no. everybody watch making a murderer no it doesn't matter need to making a murder two is about it. to come out i watched part of it I making okay well, so that, here's yeah. the deal carrie and i covered I'm every single it. episode you <laughs> We covered every single episode of Making a Murderer, and our general opinion is it was like two episodes too yeah, long. It like was it, most documentaries. It was a lot. Well, Netflix, Netflix, in my opinion, as far as true crime documentaries go, typically add really two more episodes than they need to mm-hmm. pretty consistently. Mm-hmm. So uh, Making a Murderer, The Keepers, definitely is two episodes too long. Um, mm-hmm. And it's and the thing with The Keepers is it's like exclusively depressing. And they don't spend nearly enough time talking about the guy who has a mannequin of a nun in his attic. Exactly. And then like a vagina in the box? Yeah, he kept a vagina in a box. Wait, I'm sorry, what? Well, exactly. There's he a teaser. A box in a box. Hey, it's like a Russian a hatching doll. Box. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like it. But oh, yeah, uh, at me now. making making yeah. a murderer is, side eye though. Making a murderer is fine, but there's a prosecuting a prosecutor in there. His name's Ken Kratz. <laughs> Shut up. How are you? How dare you? A prosecuting prosecutor. <laughs> Dead. I wrap this microphone cord around my neck. I can I can die now. I can go now. He's a prosecutor. And he's the grossest guy alive on the documentary. And then Carrie and I met him at CrimeCon. And this is a man who basically framed a guy into prison, but where Carrie and I were fully disgusted was the fact that he wore Tevas and had crusty heels. He shut down the bar and he had, his heels were like gray. He was just gross. And he would do the worm, which is like, who does the worm except for Carlton on the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air 30 years ago? Well, there was... Okay, so to give a little... Do we have time to talk about Crime Con for like a second? All the time. Go, okay. Go. So first of all, Caitlin was seven months pregnant? Five. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't know how it works. Math also isn't my strong suit. <laughs> Which, by the way, traveling with Carrie while you're five months pregnant, fully sober, is a whole other experience. And I recommend it to any five-month pregnant woman. Across- five stars. So We shared a hotel room. <laughs> well, okay. So first of all, the flight. I'm a nervous flyer. So I... Seen you before yeah. my flight. We had had some drinks, and then she was like, "Oh, I'm at the airport. I'm like, oh, just leaving Jacqueline's." Oh no! It was so, probably that night that I got fired. No, no. that <laughs> almost got fired, and yeah. that was a different night. You're right. So Fine. you say you're a nervous flyer, but the way you load up, it's like you're gonna die. <laughs> well, we. I could. We don't know. No, but that's the thing. Is like that's what you tell yourself, and then suddenly you show up at LAX. <laughs> 
you're so gone she was so gone like i get there like two hours early like a freaking girl scout i love it i always get there early and i'm like i've got my little wheelie backside the airport on the way to the terminal yeah i get there way early i get myself a nice sandwich <laughs> you know i hang out with all the uh, my other comrades here waiting for my flight <laughs> get a text message like we're getting really close to the fl- the plane boarding and carrie's like i'm here like there's no again no punctuation and i walk up and carrie has this like thousand mile stare and i was like i am gonna babysit yeah for this flight she was prepping you for motherhood so the plane doesn't board immediately <laughs> baby's an alcoholic yes. and carrie literally says why is the plane boarding this is really scary i took two xanax <laughs> god and we and can to- smell the that she had i was like jesus so we get on the let no, me we went to a gift shop first let me will you please let me tell the story because i actually remember it so we're in line to board and then after she unloads like and i took to xanax i'm like like prepared for whatever i'm like thank god i carried on because i don't know what would have happened if i had to find luggage so then carrie goes i'm hungry <laughs> and I was like, didn't you just come from a restaurant? And she goes, it's different. <laughs> so then she walks into the gift it. shop. It's not a restaurant. Yeah. It's a gift shop. And Carrie is just want like a buoy is bobbing up and down between these aisles. I just see the top of her head occasionally. And then she emerges with two full cans of sour cream and onion Pringles <laughs> and a bag of chocolate. <laughs> And she's like, here, hold this. And places me <laughs> along with the Pringles and the chocolate in line. I don't know how she does this. It's elegant, single movement. I'm in line. And then she disappears again. And I'm like, I guess I'm paying for this. <laughs> and people are looking me at me like, does she belong to you? <laughs> and I'm giving people this like, it's fine. Like, like she's retarded or something. Like, I'm just like, yeah. she's, she's okay. It's She'll fine. be fine. So this finally, she does. literally, she I wait in line. A child. Yeah, I need to put her on a leash or yeah, like put a bell leash. on her or something. So the line ends. And as I'm paying, she manifests. Carrie just appears again. <laughs> and she's like, here's my card. And like hands the lady the card. And I'm in the middle of handing them my card. And I'm like, well, I'm, I'm going to let her pay for this. So I just kind of like move her arm over and give her the card. <laughs> so then we arrive on the plane with all of Carrie's snacks and Carrie is seated directly in front of me. I'm behind her and next to me is this Marine who is terrified. He's like, his arms like shaking, like he's afraid to go. And every five minutes, Carrie turns to me and goes, we're all going to die on here. (laughs) Well, then they also like, oh, we're going to be like slow out of the gate. We're delayed a little bit. There's mechanical issues. And that's when I was like, it's. Oh yeah, that's when. That's when you were. That's, like, that's when you were like, that's it. Heightened my fear, uh, and then later I remember we were talking about it, and I was like, "Yeah, I imagine him looking like." And you're like, "You were there." Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you imagine what he looked like. Also, like Carrie is just like like Pooh Bear eating all of these Pringles so <laughs> fast, and there are just crumbs flying everywhere. And at one point, we lose a whole bag of chocolate. Oh no. We lost a whole bag, and Carrie turns to me. And by the way, just to keep myself sane, I'm listening to Nicole Kidman reading Virginia Woolf's To the Lighthouse. That's how I'm calming down. I have my own issues, too. I'm not... It's all Carrie. It's also me. Yeah. So every now and then, occasionally, she, like, wakes up, and she'll look at me, and she goes, shh. (laughs) I'm, like, not saying anything. So then, another point, she turns around to me, and she goes where's this chocolate (laughs) and i was like i don't know and she goes shh 
it's disappearing chocolate we're all gonna die <laughs> leaves me again and then there's like more pringles crumbs on the ground <laughs> It was like like a barbecue house, like a barbecue restaurant where there was like, like a, peanut shells. Yeah, on the she floor. turned it into a honky tonk bar with Pringles, like everywhere. There were there. It, it so was, much. but the yeah. poor like Marie next to me I wasn't eating all of them. You should be mad oh, that yeah. honestly, I, I would sell can. tickets to flying with Carrie. I mean, well, then, what about the like, napkin wanna... thing that you did? The cocktail napkin. That was some, yeah, that, that was, was someone else. That was a different <laughs> flight. So then we landed in Indianapolis again. I am five months pregnant. Just putting it out there. We, oh, also for the waters. We had two Fiji waters. And I was like, tell me when you want a water. Yeah. She's like, I have the waters. I was like, you just. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I had both waters. And she kept asking me, listen, <laughs> if you need water, I will get you the water. You just you tell me we're all going to die. And I'm like, great. And I'm like staring at the two Fiji bottles sitting in like my empty chair like I was waiting for Elijah. Anyway, we get to Crime Con and Carrie parties like and has a good time. And but I'm like tired pregnant lady. I'm like going back to the hotel at like nine o'clock. Like I should lay down. Carrie comes in. (laughs) She's like taking her pants off while she's walking in. She goes, I had a really good time. Good night. And then she put she to relax. She puts on a YouTube video of, I think in her mind, very relaxing <laughs> rain and thunder sounds. Yes, I do that too. I, I love it. I, oh, I don't. It gets it's me to so sleep good. within five minutes. Everybody else who's in the room with me when I turn it on is like, that was really loud. It was like the rain and thunder were inside the room. Yeah, it's like we're trying to survive a hurricane. Yeah, no. Like I was like, us, I was asleep. And well, she was like, good night. And it was like, that sounds like heaven well earlier that night so i was like okay am i gonna go down to the hotel bar with like this five months pregnant lady so i was like i'm gonna go to the atm i'm trying to shake caitlin right <laughs> like i'm an idiot i'm like okay street you're credit shake your handler yes yeah I don't and then I go but i wasn't the- trying to be part of the thing i was like i was like carrie i know what you're doing and she's like no i'm going to the atm i'm like why are you talking like that like, and i was at the bar and she came down and i was like you caught me yeah like like i'm your mother yeah. it was good stuff anyway i don't Hiding know in plain sight that's you that's you, Carrie. Martin. Anyway, so Nancy Grace was there. Oh, and Caitlin. Well, that's had- what I wanted to ask you about. You guys met Nancy Grace there. Nancy you know, I mean, Grace. I thought she was great. You describe your podcast basically, Nancy Grace, like with drug history. Thank you. That's yeah. our. That's our that's show. Your thing. So Caitlin had gotten all these cute li- <laughs> again. Caitlin had gotten all these cute little props, like photo booth props, and these two kids. I want to eight, ten. I'm not. Too young to be at a place right, that's like a murder a convention. Con. And I was like, what's this little boy and little girl doing here? And because I'm not like a kid person, I was like, it was like, it was like, it was like a, like a trashier bed knobs and broomstick situation. It's like, what the hell are they doing here? And they're like, they had like bad hair. And then the kids were in like weird clothes. Like they had dressed themselves. Do you know what I'm saying? Like oh, no supervision. So and they were kind of greasy looking. Were they which was like, like, well, were no. they not real? Well, exactly. Were they? No. Were they so all of a Close. sudden we hear... Nancy Grace scream the twins' names. And they're like twins that we were yelling at for using our props. Shut up. Mm -hmm. Well, they were like coming up. They're like, can I have this? But they were like, no. Sometimes they would ask us. Sometimes they were just like fucking around with it. And it's like that has like a very light strip of glue (laughs) to like a wooden handle. Like props did you guys have with you? 
I'll, I'll answer this since I ordered it. Um, <laughs> I'll take this one. Kira. I got, uh, I, what I, so we were going to this convention and I'm like, well, we have to have something. We're just a podcast. Like, otherwise, like, what are we going to do? Yeah. You need merch. So I got, um, like a bachelorette kit of like, like little, um, what am I, like when you do like the lineup and you get like a little thing, like what you're charged for. And so there were different signs, like, like awesome in public and like really mm-hmm. cool and criminally awesome or whatever the hell that's cute it was cute and it was the only thing that anybody brought that was engaging everything else was like you want like a sticker for my podcast it's like no oh. nobody wants that no one wants yeah. that shit. no one wants your sticker and no. so at one point caitlin had went to the bathroom and this girl comes up and she, she was so sweet and she was just like <laughs> oh my god I i'm forgot. so excited to meet you she was like <laughs> You have no idea. Sorry, I'm just oh God. I'm, I'm kind of nervous. Like you guys Keep are like mind, so like, great. We get a lot of downloads, but it never occurs to Carrie and I that anyone listens to our show. So then I go to the bathroom, and some lady comes up to Caitlin. She's like, "Hi, we're with White Wine True Crime," and she's like, "I know who you are." Yeah, Carrie gets all the nice people, and then I'm like sitting there pregnant. Like you know, I'm supp- people are supposed to be nice to me. I thought at that point, but like. <laughs> four different people were like oh i know who you are you're the ones that make fun of murder and i'm like no we make fun of ourselves i didn't know what to say but they were like so mean but everybody that went up to carrie was like oh my god i'm so excited to meet you <laughs> i just oh i'm like freaking out and i'm and we're having like completely different experiences with these people and i'm like starting to get nervous and carrie's like what everybody's so nice and i was like i think we might get murdered at a crime You're convention like, actually I'm getting death threats yeah they hate me stop it yeah, yeah. no well not everyone hates you i no. don't hate you no and your so, listeners don't hate you and since then we've been able to um, make connections with Investigation Discovery. We became and we had just uh, become friends with Josh Mankiewicz from Dateline. Yes, and he was there, our buddy. And so we hung out with him. And he's so great. Josh we hung Mankiewicz. Out with him. How did that come about? Bought our bought me our baby carrier. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Yeah, he's like the nicest guy. No, like he like that. literally I want him to be my dad. Bought me like the 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 Bjorn thing. He bought that for me. He's like the sweetest guy. Yeah, Carrie. Oh, we're only God. friends with him. Okay, so the. Four percent that Carrie kicks in packs a punch because what she does Fair. is she goes to Chili's at happy hour and tweets at famous people and is like, "Hey, you want to be in my podcast? Hey, you want to be in my podcast? Hey, you want to be?" How you just do it. gets I at get it. All of my work done at happy hour. I I respect that so. Much. And yeah. she had been doing I, it for I, yeah. She'd been doing it for so long, and then she just reaches out to Josh Mankiewicz and he says yes, and neither of us knew what to do. And you were like, "Fuck, it's yeah." Happening. We still thought we were being catfished a little bit. The plan. He, he just came to, to my house. Yeah, yeah. That's how it works, though. It's weird. Like yeah, it's, it is kind of creepy and weird. Even like you guys are awesome having here, but like sometimes I'm well, like, we're friends. We've known each other for right. years. Yeah, years. We have, we have actually. We, we really have. <laughs> we have. We yeah. We've done comedy shows. Yeah, we, we have. We've survived. We performed at a golf outing. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> right. That? It was an alumni. That was very event for. I just had a little prayer for some fraternity friends of mine at Cal State Long Beach. (laughs) That was a long day with the Britney candle that's sitting. Yeah, right here. That was a present from a listener. So lucky. Yeah. No, it's a big deal. Um, You guys are such a big deal that I I want to talk about just enough sports with you. Great, let's okay. do it. Can we do it? Yeah. Before we dive in. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Right. Like big sports people. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I even that wine. If yeah. you wait, look at it. It's called 19 Crimes. 19 so Crimes is 
you can no if you put a, this is not a sponsored post right if you put your snapchat filter up to 19 crimes they start talking to you yeah it has an ar i think it'll element. describe the crime that they did yeah which i totally picked out for you guys yeah. And I, f- yeah, I actually I realized that while I was to them, I was like, answer. "This is awesome, <laughs> right?" Yep. You guys should reach out. We no, we did. They weren't accepting. <laughs> what did I, they tell me when they blew me off? Something. Yeah, Carrie, working that four percent. I appreciate you, and I see the work you do, uh, and I love you for it. I love you. Carrie's the best. I love you. I love you. I love you both. I love each other. Mm. Uh, first of all, uh, Lady Gaga is sport for me. Okay. Um, and I understand she, why. <laughs> you get it. I love Lady Gaga. Right? I think, no. I think all of America, I think the world is obsessed with her. Some right people now. hate I, her, though. I wasn't yeah. super into her at first and her little monsters, and I didn't get her. And yeah, that I didn't one get time. it at first. I like, did. Was it the VMAs or the MTV Awards where <laughs> nope. she came out like in a the guy meet? named Joe? Here's the thing. Yeah. She oh, came out Indiana with yeah. a cigarette. I didn't understand any of that. And then you raved about the documentary Five Two, and yeah. I watched it, and I really liked her after that. And then we just saw Star Is Born. We loved it. I oh. dug her big time right away because she came out like 2007 seemed to be like when she really exploded. Yes, and I was super appreciative of her because for so long music was in this like post 9-11 sad self-deprecating bummer thing and I actually I dug it like Garden State soundtrack still have it still love it still rock it but then out of nowhere somebody was like all right we got to shake this off we're gonna do this and she came out with her crazy ass music and and so initially I was like so she's like a performance artist that's cool because you know I don't need people to actually know how to sing anymore I've given that up a long time ago (laughs) but then after like a couple years of this I saw her, believe it or not, on like a Christmas special with the Muppets and she sang something with Elton John and she could sing. And I was sitting there with my boyfriend at the time. He's my husband now. And I'll never forget. I looked at my husband and I was like, this wait, Lady Gaga can sing <laughs> like she can actually sing. Crazy. And she does it in the movie A Star Is Born. She's, she's incredible. No. She's like this awesome person. So I just like, I'm not the only reason I'm making a big deal out of this is like, I'm not normally a person that's like, no, I knew her in the beginning and I still love her, but I am with her. You, it's she's, like you she's rad. Her. Yeah. I right? basically did. Do you remember her being on the Hills when Lauren Conrad and Whitney Port yes! were trying to sew up her outfit when she was performing at area? No. Do you remember this? I do. No. Thank you. Yeah. It was right when I moved to Hollywood, but I fought it. I did not like her at first. I liked the song just dance, but I was like, I understand. She's not Britney. She's not Britney. But she's not Britney. She's actually better than Britney. A I better, hate to say it, she's, but right now I'm just like, oh. Because Britney is a one-trick pony. Uh, a Britney is, Spears has the best Instagram account in all of it's Instagram. It's the, the most underrated Instagram account out Here's there. Here's the thing. She runs it herself. She definitely could have someone else run it. What but no. Someone she else sets her fucking phone up at the end of a hallway in her weird-ass Malibu mansion. She gives us a and show. she gives us five outfits. <laughs> And her mascara is pooling underneath her eyes. She her hair extensions are a fucking are mess. People vote on them? Uh, no, no, there's no interaction. No. There's no CTA. No call to action. We're just here to watch. And I love her. I also like when she posts memes. Oh, the memes. Just like a normal mom meme. Uh, also, at one time, one time, she posted a picture of the game chess and the whole 
caption was interesting game i'd like to learn it sometimes i'm like god bless you and you're like yes no one else is running her hey britney spears she had another word let's hang out right yeah she was painting painting she'll post like a cherub like a little angel and you're like what a fairy yeah it's like someone's mom i'm like i don't i just no No one's curating it and i really it's the best instagram account hands down because there's nobody else taking care of it but her and she because she just won't let anybody do it she's She's like with her boyfriend because she will post pictures Who knows? of him dancing. I, oh, yeah, you're mm-hmm. right. And working out together. I like it when yeah. she does push-ups on him doing push-ups. Yeah. That makes me happy. She's a very incredible. couple. Yeah. She didn't do that with Kevin Federline. <laughs> they were too busy eating Cheetos, walking barefoot oh, and through Starbucks. <laughs> I remember... chaotic together, guys. Can we... That's like a true crime that, show yeah. all in itself. Chaotic had the baby mama drama, too. Yeah. Oh. Chaotic was the At first the time, time I remember... Jackson. Yes. Yes. yes, good memory. Oh, yes, oh, that's, I'm like you, idiots of us. Yeah, <laughs> that's growing on me. Thank you. <laughs> Chaotic was the first time where I really remember sitting there trying to understand the nature of reality television. Yeah, because I was like, it, "Is no one telling her this is a bad idea?" <laughs> Like, I don't understand. And I think that's the thing that Britney Spears has never had is just a smart team. Never. I no. just don't think she's had she a seems like smart. A handful, though, doesn't matter. Like I think all of them are a handful. I, I just mean, think Lady Gaga is definitely a handful. Her name yeah. is Lady Gaga, yeah. and she when she was on Ellen recently, and Ellen was like, "What should I call you?" And she's like, "Well, I like it when Tony. Um, why can't I remember his last name? Tony Bennett. Bennett. <laughs> How does <laughs> idiot <laughs> Savant? <laughs> it's great. Can you call the episode like Idiot Savant? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> idiot just Savant checking. with. Yeah. yeah. Um, she was like, I like it when Tony calls me the lady. And it was just like kind of creepy a yeah. little bit. You're like, really? But you know what? Like, but it works. It do you works. know how happy I am when I see people just doing whatever the hell they want to do? That's what she does. Yeah. yeah. That's why I like, I like one of Paltrow. I know people don't like her, but like she just literally has figured out a way to do anything she wants to do. Have you done a vagina stream? If I could afford to, I would. I mean, technically, yeah. I want to do cupping because of her. Oh, you've never done cupping? Guys, I recommend it. And they have fire cupping. Ooh, I don't know about that. What's Sounds that? very Polynesian. Yeah. yeah, I guess. <laughs> they light the fire in the cup or on top of the oh, cup and then put me. it on your back. Like Benny Hanna? Yeah, I would want to do that one just because it's so different. It is different. I heal in keloids, though, and I feel like I'd just get, like, bubbled up keloids all over my back. Yeah, I wouldn't go for that. Yeah, right. (laughs) That wouldn't be a thing. Well, there's that. I listen to the Goop podcast, (laughs) which I... You're so brave. (laughs) You're a very brave person. (laughs) Wait, there's a Goop podcast? Yeah, and it's batshit. It's awesome. <laughs> like, there's one Oprah on this. She had one. First of all, there is an episode where her she interviews Oprah, and it's, like, amazing. It's a double rainbow situation. Uh, but there's also, like, episodes where her chief content editor interviews somebody who's like, I died, and I have all the secrets to life. And you're like, yeah, I'll listen to that. It's yeah. awesome. It's great. You should do a true crime episode about that episode. Yeah. I died. Yeah. <laughs> I died. I'm sure there's yeah. a couple. Well, I, I died. Gaga. Yeah, I like to Lady Gaga. Yeah, Lady Gaga. It's I so like, fun to say. Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Like Francisco, yeah, the guy who delivered our pizza. Sub- yes. Music yes. video, video spoof. Yeah, she retweeted it. She retweeted and that's it. why. Did you die? Are you, are you a ghost right now? I, I, that's why I brought you guys here because I am oh. a ghost. I'm haunting you. you I'm so you're stay. talking to the right girl. Right. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. With okay, Jack. let's do it. 
I know, right? <laughs> I feel like we need one more girl. Or wait, I when's know. Tommy coming home? But if Tommy's Tommy's light is a feather, soon, he's at a Dodgers game with like basically the entire Jim Jeffries writing staff. So I'm sure he's going to be in rare form when he walks <laughs> in the front door. Oh, fabulous! Enjoy, enjoy that. Us. Um, I would be down to play Ouija, light as a feather, bloody <gasps> guys, Mary. guys, guys! <laughs> I got invited to a moon ceremony at the end of the month. What's that? It's uh, literally I got invited by a coven of witches, and I'm definitely going. You're oh, all welcome to come. Um, this is a much longer story that I won't waste time on your podcast telling, but I had a very like weirdly serendipitous day on Saturday that all led to me getting this invitation to this moon ceremony. All I'm trying to tell you is I'm the most woo woo person, you know, <laughs> even though I'm a mom wearing like a Ann Taylor loft you dress. You have an Hermes uh, bracelet on right now, so yeah, really cute. you can do whatever you well, want. Well, this is from my, oh, uh, you know what? It's re- I can't stop staring my- at it. And I don't stare at wedding rings. Car. I stare at a big H. gift of her. Mother-in-law. Yeah, my mother-in-law gave me this right she before I had my baby. Yeah, she she hit the in-law. Laundry. I did. So she gave me this right before, and they're they're well off, but they're not like wealthy people. Right before I had my son, um, they my mother-in-law, my father-in-law came over, and she was like, "Never forget that you're a woman first. And that was like my birthday gift before I had the baby. Oh my god! She's like, "I want you to always wear this and always remind yourself that." You have to take care of yourself first, and you're a woman first. Self care. It was well because she she takes very good care of herself, and and not like she takes good care of herself like she does a lot of plastic surgery. She just she just takes great care of herself. Oh my god, and, I love that. Oh, she's amazing. I just I, got chills listening to this. Story. Yeah, because like my family is very Angela's ashes, but my husband's family <laughs> is very like Leave It to Beaver. So yeah. I lucked out big time with it's them. It's a good combo. It's a it's it's a benefit mostly for my son. It's a it's good like because if it were just like if i married another crazy person i would have to explain what grandparents were (laughs) right (laughs) i would too right yeah because i don't think i have any living that's another story yeah um okay so we talked lady gaga she's sports she just got engaged basically well she got engaged a while ago but she announced it today so she she announced it to her agent well, no. She wait, wasn't she her agent? Wait, that's so awesome. she, I thought she was dating a guy from Taylor Grey's Kinney. Anatomy. Did I no, make that up? Chicago Fire. Okay. Yeah. Was, T- Taylor Kinney. He's gone. He's gone. They broke up right before, before the Super Bowl. she booked. Look at you. You know this. I remember See, from idiot savant. Two. I yeah. remember from 5 2 because she was like, oh my God, I'm going to perform today. Do you know who I got flowers from? My ex fiance. Yeah. Ex fiance. Yeah. That's a fucking classy move, man. Right. It was. But also, kind of a. Fuck you! Like yeah. I, I won. You lost. I'm gonna be in the Super Bowl. But wait, he bitch. gave her ex. He gave her he flowers. flowers. Very, it was. That's very really sweet. nice. A bunch yeah. of flowers sent to her, and you can tell she's very like sensitive. I guess, and she's she, dirty dating. It, Chris she's an artist. She's an artist. Well, yeah. I have a theory, and I wanted with her chronic your pain. Theories. On I love theories. I have a theory that if you're dating someone, so she wasn't like Lady Gaga. No. When they first started dating. She, she really was very, wasn't. She was a successful like pop star. Mm-hmm. She, I don't think she had just started American Horror Story, but like it hadn't been released yet. So she was just and like Lady Gaga. Nobody was like a serious actress. No. I think it was kind of looked at as a and joke. Then, That's why but she it. was definitely a gay icon at that point, which oh, I, would, I would say is the umwelt of any true 
like crazy star. I mean, and we that's could, we how could, you know you've made it. Yeah, we could, we could go back and trace all of this back, but I'm definitely uh, not wrong about this. Oh, God, we need a whole episode dedicated to this, and it, it should be a crossover. We should both release it. Fine. It should Let's be a do thing. it. Um, you've been on our podcast, by the way, before, and that was one of our better-received podcasts. Oh, thank episodes. you. Um, it was very fun. You guys, you guys killed it. I probably... I. No, you were great. We were all coherent, which is a plus on our show. (laughs) I went through a phase where I'd uh, take muscle relaxers on top of the wine. That was a scary time. (laughs) That would be like somebody setting a timer. Carrie would like say, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And I'd be like, okay, I'm stupid. She'd go to the bathroom. When she'd come back, she'd sit down. She goes, I just took a muscle relaxer. I was like, we have 20 minutes. We got to (laughs) go. And then by the end of the episode, Carrie would slow way down. Whoa, thanks so much. Playing everything I said and reversed. I really appreciate everybody listening to Why Why True Crime. You can find us on Facebook. I know. I my episode was titled Domestic Kink. That's right. I remember that. Feel like it was like foreshadowing for like what I want in my We blessed you. But go ahead. You have questions. Exactly. Oh sorry. So do you think because Lady Gaga and Taylor were she was probably a little more famous when they got together, but he was prettier than her? Like, he was, like, shiny toy object, but she was, like, boss bitch. And then, like, her star, like, he had to go to the Golden Globes with her. He had to go to all those award shows when, like, she kept getting nominated. And then she was like, oh, fuck yeah. Like, I'm going to just try my way. She was an artist, and he was, like, he was a pretty face. He was a pretty face on, like, Chicago Fire. And No Bradley Cooper. No. Who is definitely not interested in any of us <laughs> um, for different yourself, for different yeah, reasons? Seriously. No, I don't mean yeah. it that way. <laughs> on our parade. I just mean I don't have a penis. Yeah, oh, I mean, he's married uh, to a model, but I'm sure me and Jacqueline are right underneath. I her. mean, me and Irina. It's like which one's which? That's a nice yeah. asterisk to have. Married yeah. to Bradley Cooper. Uh, Put that on your yet. CV. Right. So do you guys think because Lady Gaga got more famous, that's why her and Taylor broke up? Because I feel like they did actually like really love each other and like maybe he i would think and you might know a little bit about this because you know your boyfriend tommy has his own entertainment career yeah it's a different path than yours but is there a little bit of rivalry is there a little bit of jealousy it's you guys get each other what you guys are going through but at the same time I know I would get into my own head if my guy was doing better than I was, just because I have so many insecurities anyway. Um, we all do. I would hope he would be strong enough for me, but I don't think I would be strong enough for him. Three-day bender after my pregnancy <laughs> test came back positive. <laughs> two. Uh, Sorry, two. You're right. Down. I, I did add a day. <laughs> my bad. Like, I just feel like... <laughs> That's going to affect me. <laughs> So upset when I got pregnant. Well, she do you sent think me a okay. picture of the positive pregnancy test, and yeah, I almost is, drove off the road. She called me. She never calls me. Is that what I think it is? Oh no! We were recording that day. She showed up with four bottles of wine. Oh my god! I respect that so much. Obviously not for me. Or maybe. Oh, You're right. It's very all, all about it. My plan. Yeah. So, like, do you think? Okay, we're gonna relate this to sports guys. Uh, so Giselle Bunchen and Tom, Tom Brady. I think it works because they're in different lanes. I do not think they're happy. I don't think they're happy. She talks but, about having depression. Yeah. Recently, I believe. I, look at you. It was on the cover. I told of you. I, I, you. I feel I like you undersell what you bring to these shows. Right. <laughs> I just show up. Or what about <laughs> Olivia Colpo? Do we know who that is? An mm-hmm. influencer? Yeah, I know who that is. Yes, she was a former Miss Universe. Amazing bone structure. 
kind she, of resembles Rachel O'Brien. Was she the one that was in the Hills or the Whitney Port spinoff? No. I feel like no. No, she's literally in her own yeah. lane, but I think, she, right now. She and Danny Amendola, who was playing for the Patriots, he's now my MB Dolphin. Wow. I just said my MB. It's um, fine. They're fine. They got back together, and I think it's because, again, she's a successful like model influencer, but he's... Nope, Caitlin. Look at your face right now. Wait, say what you're thinking. Say it. Half of marriages break up anyway, and most people are not interesting. I I honestly, like, I understand. Okay, point A, of course, there is, like, some truth to the fact that some men can't handle a woman becoming more successful. But also, like, some marriages just, I mean, look, nobody, nobody looked at Chris Pratt and Anna Faris getting a divorce and said, like, oh, well. She was the more successful one. For a long time. time. And then he got successful and broke up. I think, I think success is a hard thing for a marriage to survive in general. I mean, it, it, especially that level of success. Like, as, like, what Lady Gaga became, like, going from a, a working affluent musician to an icon is yeah. a different you're in a mode that not only uh not only is is a difficult but few human beings ever experience so there's nothing to really pull from at that point like in a relationship that's why beyonce and jay-z can never date anybody else they know that too which she then (laughs) they know that she then made this you know whatever platinum record uh, lemonade you know how many people have been yeah. cheated on and it's I think I, all I'm trying to say is able to turn yeah lemons into lemonade no I it's good with that. you just got lemonade? it got wait it. can you get the recipe for the hobo oh, yeah. lemonade hobo lemonade yeah sure no problem so hobo lemonade is a famous drink on white wine true crime um I invented it while I was very poor I'm still very poor but I'm less poor it's vodka pick your brand doesn't matter mm-hmm. uh water and store-bought lemon juice and ice and that is hobo lemonade and it gets the job done it's actually really good it sounds like a juice cleanse with yeah i just need to add cayenne pepper and yeah i could pass that off as a juice cleanse that's great anyway but what i was just trying to get at is like i i understand the nature of that question and i think it's i think in like the early 2000s there was like this rash of women doing well and getting divorced and all this other stuff and i definitely think it's a thing but at the end of the day like I guess it's because I still work in a normal corporate job and I'm around people. A lot of marriages don't survive most success. Like I, I, I know a person that's outside of my job, but you know, her parents were together for 15 years and suddenly, you know, very affluent and suddenly her dad just left, left like with another woman. And then I know another person, another 20 years and she left marriage is just really hard. So yeah. you're just, are you saying like everyone has to have their own thing? When I'm just saying marriage? marriage is really hard. And I think people like to blame fame. But the fact is, is like, I mean, there's just like problems in their relationship. No, it's not even necessarily just problems. Like I've been married for four, almost four years. We have a baby and, you know, it's funny. I was just talking to my husband about this. Like, it's so easy to just kind of be like, we're married. It's good. Like yeah. you're good. Yeah. But you have to engage and you have to remember like the commitment is like, I'm here with you in all of these things. Because if you start to disengage, you do start to lead two separate lives. Unless one of you is fully committed to making the other person this 
person which but neither also, of us have the luxury of think mm-hmm. about how much you know you change or evolve like i think about who i wasn't when i was 20 i remember you know, totally 30 even late 30s and now i'm early 40s and it's like oh my gosh like you know guys that i was like i thought i was going to marry or be with yeah it's like i couldn't even imagine now we would be divorced or here's my message if you don't have kids with the person and you're not happy move on i don't even care if you're married right right <laughs> Right. I'm serious. No, I'm serious. Like, if you don't have kids and you're not going to screw up somebody's life yeah. by moving on, and even, like, moving on while you're married isn't going to screw up somebody's life, but especially if you don't have kids, like... Just, just try to don't, be happy. Don't. Life is so short. Oh, my God. And then the people that have kids to make things better... Let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. Marriage is like a... Is, is hard and then when you get when you have a baby it's like putting a magnifying glass in the sun on your marriage <laughs> but going back to like the true crime aspect it's so <laughs> sorry thank you we're back <laughs> did you just bring us back to the I just, right now. yeah wow. i've got my hand on the pulse of this podcast thank i know you. what's going on i'm usually the ring bearer <laughs> or ring leader, ring leader. So i'm usually ring whatever you want I'm usually this the is, flower of the podcast <laughs> Um, I like to look at myself as an usher. (laughs) (laughs) Who has had two failed marriages. Flowers straight at the ground. That would be my job. I'm a matron of honor. I'm here to read the poem. (laughs) Oh, God. I can't tell you how many times I've done the book. What's the book? book? Where you stand there like a a (laughs) fucking idiot and you're like, sign here. Are you like that? We know you were there. Like like an attendant sheet. Yeah. I didn't give you the worst job ever. I didn't give you a participant ribbon. Like I want you in the wedding, but not really in the wedding. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. I I loved you so much that I didn't give you a job at my wedding. That's great. I love that. I almost said I was at your wedding. I was at your wedding. <laughs> Maybe you should have given her a job. And she would we have remembered. You weren't at my baby shower oh my because God. you specifically I'm asked to not be shower. invited. Correct. Um, and I made up a whole lie about me moving out of the state. No, wait. Trying to get out of going to her baby shower. Let me tell this story. So I'm like, hey, I'm going to have a baby shower. Do you want to go? She's like, no. I'm like, okay. The last time I... Because I don't like baby showers. I have a whole... 10 minute routine about how much I hate baby showers so I asked people verbally beforehand do you want to go no okay cool fine I won't invite you she's one of these people so I don't invite her to my baby shower (laughs) one day I get a text message that says so I have a job offer in Texas and I was like I'm thinking about like the podcast like that's what I'm thinking of like how much this is going to affect that but then I was like you know what? If this is going to make Carrie happy, that's great. Like such she, a good friend, right? So <laughs> I, I re- or die. I like how I reacted to her pregnancy. I sent this like really like thoughtful text message that was like, "Hey, if you want to still do the show when you're out in Texas, we'll make it happen. But if you, I mean, I like give her the biggest out in the war- in the history like, of all friends. Just live your life. Like it'll be cool. Like you. whatever. And then she's like, "Okay." But I think I have to leave the weekend of your baby shower. And I was like, well, that's okay because I didn't invite you. You're not welcome. Like, remember, you told me you didn't want to go. And she goes, wait, I'm not invited. And I'm like, you asked to not be invited. So then I'm doubting what's going on. And then Carrie's like, never mind. I didn't get a job offer in Texas. I just didn't know how to tell you that I didn't want to be invited to your baby shower. And I was like we already had this conversation <laughs> I thought you had, like the baby shower had been like the weekend before no it, it, yeah no but i mean matter. like good friends but isn't lying fun 
lying it, it could be great i'm a terrible liar though she's a bad so liar bad. because she immediately admits to it like yeah. in this story <laughs> well that's the thing you're never mind i was about to bring up a really funny prank that you oh. did and then you admitted to and it was so fucking great it was no epic. but here's the problem uh, carrie we'll one day. so epic this is the carrie's this is her pattern i'm gonna start a lie i'm gonna get all these people in on it wait you're not in on it yet let me convince you to get in on it okay everybody is now 100 percent in on it we're all in on it yes carrie okay now i'm gonna tell them i'm lying what <laughs> and then there's like 10 of us sitting there like a bunch of assholes <laughs> Yeah. So is that yeah. is that how <laughs> I'm trying to relate this to true crimes? That's nice of is you. That, <laughs> that's so kind of me, right? Is that how like a crime would be committed if you committed a crime? First of all, okay, let like, me. You would be caught right away. Carrie and I yes. would be terrible. Both of us would be terrible criminals. Here's why: Carrie yeah. couldn't keep it together no. like carrie would carrie would crack You're so quickly complex. like the confession tapes where like they're supposed to get real close to you and like put their hand like on your knee or something to be yeah. like hey i'm in your corner but i'm also right in your face like i would be like my vagina would be sweating like ever there wouldn't be one part of me that would not be sweating you know how it's like a good cop room. bad cop carrie would crack under the good cop <laughs> That's why I'm bad at poker too. Like, you want to see my cards? Take all my cards. Both of us are bad at poker. So the reason why I'd be bad at being a criminal is that I would just get frustrated with everything. Like, like poker is a great example. Like, if I had like a good hand, it would. I would just say something like, "No, just just fold." Just trust me. You would just direct like, everyone. Is, yeah, like it's just it's not going to work out. Like it's and then Carrie would frustrate me because she would start to like fall. Like if we held up a bank together, I would have all the I would put in all the work. I would stake <laughs> out the bank, and I would I just would, be driving the getaway car, and I would one hundred percent be the one who would. And then I would run out up. with the bags of money, and, and I would carry off before she could get in the car. <laughs> no, you would be outside at Chili's across the street drinking. <laughs> For five dollar margarita Mondays. Yep. Uh, oh, yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. I love that so much. One of the, so one of the things I was going to say. I think it's interesting when uh, for the true crime aspect. When time and time again, people think they're smarter yeah. than the cops, and they have these murder for hire. Or they murder their spouse or significant other because of greed. And they don't want to pay spousal support. Mm -hmm. They don't want to Or they want an insurance payout. They want to make sure they get, yeah, insurance payout. They want to make sure they get the kids. And it's like, you get caught pretty quickly. Now you're in jail forever. So if there's kids, they don't have either parent. And then on top of that, like, looking back, would it paying like $1,000 a month be like better than the situation that you're in? But are these people all just psychopaths no. deep down? Like, is that what, I don't what think have you learned so. about that? Because you, I feel like you, you've watched a lot of so ego, many stories. Is it all ego driven? Well, okay. So, have you ever been in a relationship? And yeah. right, um, sorry to hear Where that. Your worst version of yourself comes out. Uh, no, I mean, I, I think even more simply than that, like if you're the only way i know how to explain it is like if you're in this state of being where you're in like a committed relationship and then maybe you meet someone and they spark something you're attracted to this other person you start living this fantasy life in your head like oh maybe it'll work out with this other person and this goes on for a little while and then something happens that like shakes you out of it and you realize that you have been living in a completely alternate reality mm-hmm. t- 
totally distant from this person that's right in front of you. And the person that's right in front of you has no idea that that's where you've been mentally and emotionally because you've been hiding it this whole time. Totally. So I think that a lot of murder, a lot of like these crimes of passion, I, Josh Makowitz, when we were talking on, when we had him on our show years ago, he said something that has stuck with me, which is most people that commit murder are doing it for the first time. They've never committed murder Mm -hmm. before and they will never commit murder after this. It was just this one time. And I think when you get fixated on us on the way that your life should be, uh, and this I think has application beyond don't murder people. But when you suddenly get fixated on the way your life should be, and you take this ultimate victim mentality, you could pretty much convince yourself to do anything because you deserve a, B and C you deserve to be happy. This person you, and Meanwhile, I've never given them a chance to rise to the occasion. <laughs> like you, you haven't opened up. About you haven't it opened yet. up at all. You're so afraid of the rejection of being honest about what you want in life that you've decided to build this completely other reality and go in a separate direction. And I think that's where a lot of these murders come from. Like, honestly, as crazy as this sounds, I think it, be- it really stems from fear of rejection. Really? Yeah, I that's do. That's ego-driven. Yeah. So it's usually, it's, it's money, it's... Um, is it jealousy? It's mostly money. So, so <laughs> it's like, sadly. Greed, it's, it's also... It's, jealousy's a great one. Sexual? as far as the, the lover, you know? If you're sexually addicted to somebody... I brought this up on a recent episode, but one of my favorite... I mean, you hate to say this, but one of my favorite cases of all time is this woman who, like, basically gets involved with a cabana boy, and their, their, their sexual connection is so off the charts that she moves him into their attic... And the husband, like Hyder in the house style, goes to work every day. The cabana boy comes downstairs. Finally, they decide they're going to kill this poor husband, which they do. And they bury him underneath the driveway, which is crazy because then the son knows. And then he's the anyway. But yeah. So if you're the husband, what are signs that you look for? Before uh, you get if murdered? You hear, Twinkies wrappers, mysterious right. Twinkies. <laughs> How big does that rat sound? Yeah. <laughs> In the attic at all. I at mean, all hours. also, this is something I've always been curious about. Like, are there signs with a lot of these cases, or is it mostly random acts of murder? No, I for mean, the for the, most, for the most part, and that's why they always look at the husband first, the yeah, wife, right. the boyfriend, what's going on in your private life, because most of the time it is somebody that you know. And you're right. It's just like a, a one and done. But it's so moment, rare that there are individuals. I mean, there are sexual predators, right? So yeah. that's a different category, in my opinion. Well, serial killers, right? Where well, there's serial killers, and then just which, serial by the rapists. Way, do you guys know they're filming? Uh, uh, Margot Robbie is playing Sharon Tate. Yeah, and oh, Brad Pitt and Leonardo. Capital yeah, we're in it together. I forgot mm-hmm. who's. Is that the Tarantino? It's about the stuntman. That would yeah. be yeah. my. I'm, I'm born. very into yeah. that story. I, I okay. I'm cool. very excited about it. I very love Quentin excited. Tarantino so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I dig. God bless. God bless. God bless. God bless. Very. Excited um, I think. I think that as much as you know, kind of the, the flip side of what I was saying when. So there there are escapists, and then there are individuals that are obsessed with maintaining the status quo, right? Mm-hmm. So there's also the people that are willing and enabling in this behavior. So they might be with a very destructive person. And I always talk about this on the show, but like 
my feeling is whenever somebody murders another person, there's always several people in that group of like friends or family that's like, I am not surprised. <laughs> like, like, because there's always there's somebody trying to say something like, hey, this guy, this person, this woman, they suck. Please get out. Like, whatever. Yeah. And people just don't. They just don't because they're afraid of change. It's again, it's fear of rejection. They're afraid of being alone. They have given up on the hope that their life can be something better. And it's sad, but that's what it is. That's the only explanation. Have you guys ever gone like so deep into an investigation where you actually were investigating something? Because I know you guys watch a bunch of shows, but do you actually act on anything? Like when you're at Crime Con, does it make you want to explore more or... I'm not. I don't know about that. I think it's no. It's a good question. No, I understand what you're asking. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, we possibly would if our lives were different. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, we it, no. We've considered well, no, it. We didn't have like full time jobs. Yeah. It's. I think we only have so much time to dedicate to some of this stuff. Like True Crime Garage, we became uh, friends with the captain um, at CrimeCon, and their dads, uh, Captain and Nick, were both detectives. And so, you know, they and that's what they do for a living. Oh yeah, they they podcast and they make money off it, and they're amazing at it. But they really get into the details and. Uh, like the investigation and they've said like we did if it's in Ohio because that's where they're based out of like they'll go and investigate some of that stuff where I'm more interested in the medium of true crime television well first of all first and foremost I'm a movie lover and I always have been and I always will be and I am a big reader too so I love story and I love watching these because I like to find the through line of what What's the one thing about this that anybody could latch on to and be interested in or learn something from? And, you know, I mean, there are mil- literally millions of people in this country that watch true crime television that never think to do their own investigation and, or anything like that. They're drawn to it because, well, first of all, and Carrie and I have talked about this a million times, but as women, uh, you know, being out in the world is a very scary thing. And true crime is an opportunity to kind of war game scenarios that are <laughs> very likely that we could end up in in different situations. I so think I, it definitely makes you more aware. Right. It makes you more aware, but it also takes you about as close to the edge as you're going to get unless you get in that situation. And I mean, true crime is the reason why I never walked to my car alone, ever. I never right. did in college. I never, because I. It's just how you, it's just the one thing you can do to open yourself up to an experience like that. No, I literally last week was trying out a new acting class. My car was parked in a garage. I got there at like five o'clock at night, full garage. Mm -hmm. It's 1130. Nope. I, my car is the only car in the parking garage. And I was just like, what do I do? Like, it's gone. As soon as you get in, you lock the doors. And you try to jump in from two to three feet if you can. <laughs> so scary. In case anybody's underneath with like a switchblade. Is that, oh, that's a thing. Because I always no, I get in thing. and then I feel immediately behind my seat. Yes, I do. I that always too. do that. Yeah. But I never thought about anyone being underneath mm-hmm. it. One yeah. time I left a bar. So I, I, I'm from Huntington Beach and I went to a bar and I, I ran into. I didn't tell anyone where you guys were from. I'm sorry. I, I, no, I don't Art live there anymore. Down. Okay, that's true. I'm not. I don't live there anymore. Got it. It's important. 
<laughs> to me that everybody knows I don't live in Huntington Beach anymore. But you don't live in Illinois anymore. I, I don't. No, no. <laughs> no yeah. longer in Peoria, Illinois. Um, I left a bar one night. I had run into friends. I had not expected to stay in this place as long as I had. Yeah. And I, but I ran into friends from high school and I was like, oh my God, it's like really good to see you. I was there for like two or three hours. And then the people that I was there originally with, I got separated from. I brought my own car, blah, blah, blah. I was like, all right, I'm going to go. So I leave and I'm talking a full street. It was a Saturday night. Like it is buzzing. There are people everywhere. And I'm walking and I just get this weird feeling and I turn around and I realize there's a guy walking behind me alone and he was in the bar where I was. And I had noticed him a couple times before, not in like an attractive way, but just this guy staring at me. I'm noticing this. It's weird. Yeah. Walking back to my car. I turn around, look at him. He crosses the street and starts walking down the street. I'm like, okay, fine. He's gone. I walk another block and then I realize he's still following me, but he's just on the other side of the street. So at that point, it begins to register that my car is in a parking structure, but I'm young. I was young. I was like 23 and I thought like, oh my car, it's, it's a parking structure. It'll be fine. I don't know why the fuck I thought it would be okay. So I start to walk and I become very conscious of the fact that I'm walking like underground to get to my car. And then it was like everything inside of me, every true crime show I'd ever watched was like, stop, like, no, like, do not somewhere. Do not go to your car. Turn around. I start walking back upstairs. I get to the doorway at this, at the street level. I open the door and he's standing right there and he was following me. And I am literally, I can see people walking past him. Like, and he's looking at me and I just said, I forgot something. And I just look him in the eye and he goes, Oh, you forgot something just like that. And I said, yep. And I pushed past him and I'm like shaking and I'm scared and I am walking back to the bar and I know he's still following me. Like I know it. And I turn and he's still freaking following me all the way back to the bar. And luckily the people I had run into uh, also included a guy that I went to high school with an ex football player who was the bouncer at the bar that I was at. And I was like, John, that guy. And I pointed right at him. That guy's following me. And he handled it. That's so scary. The crazier part, however, there were cops walking down the street and I was like, Hey, this, this, that guy I was like pointing. I'm like, that guy followed me to my car. And they were like, what do you mean? And I was like, he followed me to my car. And he's like, well, what do you want me to do about it? And I was like, what's your badge number? (laughs) He's like, what? I'm like, I just, if something goes down tomorrow, if I open up the newspaper tomorrow and something's happened in downtown Huntington Beach, I'm going to call the Orange County Register or do what I have to do. And I'm going to give you your badge number. And I'm going to tell him that I told you that this, this guy is following people. And he's like, all right, we'll look into it. I'm like, no, no, no. I still want your badge number. You're like, no, you're not getting and off the hook. That's what I did. I took his badge number down. And as far as I know, nothing happened. But it was it was really scary. But it was because I had watched... All the true yeah. Hours and hours of true crime that my brain was like, no, like this happens to people. Don't do this. And yeah, I really scary. agree. I came from a small town of 6,000 people um, in Illinois. And 
a lot of the people were related and everyone knew everyone. <laughs> uh, not like incestual. Some of it maybe. Who knows? But anyway, no, but that actually is crimes happening. I was going to say like that. that's But no, I felt I, we, we grew up where we had um, the Chili Coffee Bulletin was the local newspaper and the worst crimes <laughs> were that people would steal yeah. like somebody's bike or Christmas lights or smash pumpkins or egg somebody's house. And that was it. Yeah. So, you know, we did. We didn't always lock our doors and we had our, our windows open and luckily nothing really bad happened crime wise and I remember watching Unsolved Mysteries but it felt like so far away you know wherever these crimes were it wasn't a my cocoon so coming to Long Beach and I remember when I got here like I would be like walking down the street or rollerblading that was a big thing uh, when I moved here and I would be like hi like hi hi saying hi to everybody because that's what you do (laughs) in the Midwest and nobody like everyone just see it like like who are you talking to like why are you talking to me and I was just like god no one's like that friendly here and uh, then you become desensitized and now it's like if anybody said hi to me I'd like flip really? them off um, what an asshole so I was in Belmont Shore which is a nicer part of um, Long Beach Caitlin and I produced a show at Casey Brandigan's which yep. we were on many times I love That's that true. show yeah that was that was fun um, R.I.P. George yeah R.I.P. George was the uh, manager I who, remember a couple he loved it he was 70 something and he um Loved all the comedians and loved being the center of attention. And I want to say it was about two years ago. It was raining uh, New Year's Eve and he lived on a houseboat and he was getting on and I guess he slipped and fell and hit his head and they found him in the water the next day. <gasps> what? Yeah. It was, so it was Natalie would of him. Yes, very. It's a terrible joke. I'm always comparing. No, no, I was actually uh, marveling yes. at how accurate that was. Yes. Yes, there's so, a podcast about that. Have you listened to no, it? No, I haven't, and it's I good. want to. I listened to it. I know so much about that case. I don't know that I could spend more time on it, but I am very. I mean, I do love. I love the Natalie Wood case. It's pretty yeah, it's awesome. very interesting. And the fact Christopher Walken was was on the boat too. But um, so anyway, I was in Belmont Shore, and I was uh, walking uh, my friend's dog with my friend, who's another girl, and. It was late at night and this car pulled up. It was before really anybody like used their cell phones. Like I probably had a flip phone, whatever, yeah. back in the day. It was maybe a early razor? thousands. A razor? Sure. Okay. No, I heard you the first time. Just out uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So this ninety six percent over and here. This is when you would um, print your maps. Oh yeah, that's what I did when I first moved to right. LA. So these, uh, it was a guy driving and a girl in the passenger seat and a guy in the back seat. And they're like, hey, we need directions. And it was just me and my girlfriend. And we're just kind of like, like, where are you going? And they're like, oh, I don't know. Like, can you like basically come closer? Like, we, we can't find this. Place oh, on my the map. God. And it was either the driver or the guy in the back seat, But they were looking straight ahead and not lo- looking at us. And I was like, there's something weird about these people. And a guy or <sighs> like a, a, like had just like ran by us. And we stayed back by the building. We didn't get close. We're like, yeah, sorry, we can't help you. There's a gas station like a block or two away to stop and ask them directions. And they took off. They looked irritated, just took off, didn't say goodbye or anything. And then the guy who was running turned around and he goes, that was weird. I came back to see if you guys were okay. But I remember thinking... I wouldn't have done that if I didn't watch true crime. I would have been, oh, let me get in and drive you. I wouldn't have put the two together to be so cautious. So I do feel like it's, and maybe I'm overly cautious now, but I'd rather 
be that and be alive. Oh, totally. When I don't you think guys- you're overly cautious. I'm sorry. I love you, but overly cautious is not yeah. how I would okay, describe you. Just think about it. Not overly cautious, but that maybe thought I don't act on mind. it. But I think everyone's going to kill me. Yeah, well, but then okay. I'll still meet up with them anyway, or fall asleep <laughs> in their closet. <laughs> Ooh, it's Ooh. long story. Hold on, I have to see something. Um, I want to know how you guys both discovered your love for all things true crime and how you actually started this podcast together. Because this, you guys were when I said you were pioneers. You were definitely ahead of your time when it. I okay, mean, to be very clear, we were before my favorite murder by like a year and a yeah. half. Yeah. So I want to know how this all came about. And I never like make it a thing, but since you brought it up, it's yes. the truth. Um. Well, my love of true crime started because I was home sick a lot as a kid, uh-huh. so I have a heart. I have a heart problem, and I've had multiple surgeries and procedures and things like that and plus i got mono and appendicitis and i had a wheelie backpack i mean i was just crippled by being a huge nerd yeah barrel banks um i had a lot of time alone (laughs) and so um what was your first true crime show that you watched snapped easily i mean unsolved mysteries well unsolved mysteries was up there but i mean when i think about like Okay, so the thing about Unsolved Mysteries is they wouldn't sit and play like 10 episodes in a row. Snapped, on the other hand, if you put on oxygen on a Sunday, it would be like 10 episodes. Yeah. So I'd get completely sucked into that. And then, you know, obviously Dateline. Loved Dateline. That's like the OG amazing, you know. And I remember being up late watching Dateline. And the thing that people forget about now is Dateline wasn't always murder mysteries. It was other stuff. And you had to, like, hang in there for the murder mystery mm-hmm. segments and episodes and things like that. Because they'd be like, oh, there's, like, toxic. And you're like, blah, 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 blah. Kansas, da, 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 da. But <laughs> then somebody would be dead in Ohio. And you're like, wait, what? Right. Tell me more, Keith Morrison. So... That's where Did it you know started. That Keith Morrison is Matthew Perry's stepdad. No, he's married to Matthew Perry's mom. Shut up. You shut Chandler, up. Chandler Morgan Fairchild. <laughs> Chandler Morgan Ch- Fairchild. Bang. Yes. Absolutely. Um, Good to know. And then I would say once Investigation Discovery was like a channel my brain like flipped a switch and I was watching way too much of the show. Okay. Like the, the, the true crime shows. Um, cause that's all it is. 24 seven, 24 seven true crime television. In my DVR queue. Yeah. So if I have a guy come over, <laughs> he's like, what's in your DVR? I'm like, don't worry about it. It's just all murder because oh. you will leave immediately. I would yeah. own it. I would lean into it. Really? That's your guy. The guy that's like, fuck yeah. Yeah. I don't know a whole lot of guys that are super into it. Even at crime con. Miles. Really? You can tell they didn't want to be there for the most part. Miles is. Yeah. It's, my, I think it's a woman's Super Bowl. My husband's into it. Like the Victoria like, figure fashion. Miles is pretty yeah. good about it. I have to say. And he's the one that showed me the staircase for the first time. Like oh, I, I, I had episode. Okay. I, I do have to call out some of your gems. And great. I but Carrie, I'll let you talk about why you love true crime yes well this the staircase episode is one of my favorites i think um going back to like the minutiae i moved out here uh to california although i guess i could have done it anywhere but i wanted to be a writer so Mm -hmm. i was a creative writing major at long beach state long beach is also on your bucket list yes yeah so i moved here because uh 
my parents were like, where do you want to go to college? And they had worked for Caterpillar in the Midwest. They were both um, divorced and re- recently remarried. And literally within the, the same week I was going to junior college, um, my mom moved to Johannesburg, South Africa. And then my dad moved to Walnut Creek. And they're like, where do you want to go to school? And I was like, F Illinois. Yeah. Out of here, burn the state down. I could care less. <laughs> uh, I looked at, at, at colleges in Africa, but I was Are it was you right Charlize after Baron. Uh, yes, we, again, really we often get mistaken for each other. <laughs> you really much must like be. you and Bradley Cooper's baby mama. Yeah, me and Irina, you and Charlize. Very, very much so. Um, and I feel like it would be Caitlin and America Ferrara or something. <laughs> We took the worst picture ever oh, of so me, good. at least. Not of Jacqueline, but of me, at least look, earlier. You look really good, actually. I look like Eileen Wernos. Does anyone need more pizza? No, me. we're good. Um, Thank you. Anyway, so my I picked California. I went So Africa, I decided not to go there. It was right after the apartheid. It was really Ooh. racially weird. Uh, yeah. And I remember thinking, if my parents transfer back, I don't want to be left in Africa alone. <laughs> right. Yeah. Do, 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 do. Yeah. So, um, is that the Toto version? Yeah. So, the new version. My dad was like, pick a college in California. And I was like, I don't really know any cities in California. I know LA. Um, And I, of course, like, because I don't get how money works, I was like 19. I was like, oh, UCLA or USC, and I'm going to need a car. I should probably get a BMW. And he's like, "Um, I'm paying, so you're going to go to state school and you get like a hand me down Mercury Tracer. so I looked at, he's like, stay near. He was like, it'd be nice if you looked at a college near me. And I was like, uh, I haven't lived with you for years. We talk on the phone like twice a year. But OK, I'll look at San Jose State, um, which I didn't like uh, the neighborhood it was in. Again, I don't know why I was so bougie at 19. It's weird. Very odd. Yeah. And then I looked at Cal State LA, which is just in a dumpster defense, fire of a college. San Jose was like nothing at that point. Cal State LA also gross. And then he's like, pick one more. And again, I was like, well, what about San Diego State? Um, which would have been awesome because I had a fence addiction in college is that like adderall uh essentially yes it's like speed yeah 100 percent. and so once it got outlawed in the u.s for giving people holes in their heart me and my sorority (laughs) sisters would make a day (laughs) tijuana to get it from a pharmacia where literally even they were scared they would like meet us it would call ahead and they would meet us like in an alley it was weird anyway still no red flags carrie's a miracle woman yeah so, uh, so anyway, I wanted to go to San Diego State. My dad's like, no, that's, again, too far away, which I, I don't understand. Uh, yeah. We have a very odd relationship. So I was like, okay, what about Long Beach State? There's this, like, new artist that I really like. Um, he raps at Snoop Dogg. And so my dad's like, okay, great. Like, <laughs> again, this is why you don't ask, like, a 19-year-old from a podog <laughs> town. Like, open-ended question. You're like, Snoop Dogg and Cameron Diaz are from this cool. Right. <laughs> right. So, Technically, she's from yeah, Sunset so Beach. I wanted to be a writer, and I like uh, the minutiae of stories. So, and I think that's why a lot of women like true crime. Like, I want to know the details. I want to know your dating history. I want to know, did you cheat? Like, is it money? Like, I, I want to know everything. And I think that even when, like, I, that's why I love listening to stories. Like, if you want to tell me about your bad day, like. Oh, you're great. You're a great I'm in. listener. So one, I, I really am like genuinely interested. One night <laughs> I decide, no, I'm just, tell I'm a shady g- story. Yeah. It's a story how we met. It's very <laughs> shady. Um, cause I think that was part of your question. Mm-hmm. So that one night I entered a comedy contest, right? When I had started doing stand up, and there were a lot of weird people on this show. 
But I told the story about how I had to buy this pregnancy test and then how my friend um, tried to tell me about how abortion's evil while she was holding her firstborn child. And you and the baby were staring at each other. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was a true story. And uh, I won the comedy contest. Well, there were a lot of people. I want to say 30. You I are such be... my hope, my my hype person. And I yeah, love you for that. I might be exaggerating. I remember it was a packed pizzeria bar there's a lot of people in that I, pizzeria it, but it also i i think was also like somebody wrapped like it somebody was like, wrapped like a talent show you're like right what show. you're getting was at you you're a really good no. rapper no <laughs> you're, you're, a really good you're a really good rapper <laughs> i enjoy rapping but you're the artist when it comes okay. to rap so you're the twitch to her ellen how about that whoa i don't know who twitch is but i feel it's like a good, it's all, it's a good it's all this good. is all good it's all good again okay. this is all good <laughs> okay so i get off stage and we have a mutual friend who's a little bizarre who's kind of like all in my face and then carrie shows up and she's like hi i'm carrie martin introduces herself like we're say in my name like it's one fucking word elementary school yeah i'm carrie martin i'm like i'm caitlin gut like how are you and she was very sweet and was like, hey, I really liked your set. I'm like, thanks. And like, at this point, I had been doing stand up for like six months and every person that was like, good job, would I'd never see them again. I'd get I got home that night and like I already had a message in my inbox and a friend request from her. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But you have to understand what she didn't realize at that point was she was talking to a girl who grew up with barrel banks and a wheelie backpack and nobody <laughs> ever wanted to be my friend. So I was super <laughs> excited. I was like, except <laughs> and we've been friends ever since. So then we started doing shows together um, and we had a show in San Diego. Okay. So a quick aside, I had just <laughs> met her and I think it was your th- Thir- was it your 30th? You, the Magic and Comedy Club in Redondo Beach. Yeah. The, Comedy the, and Magic Club? This makes me happy. I don't, I don't remember. Comedy Club? Comedy and Magic. Comedy and Magic Club. So Comedy, Magic, Magic Comedy. She had her friends there. I brought my friend Jen, who... Is a, no, she's a, she was a friend from college, a commoner, if you will. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, but she lived in Redondo Beach, so we just walked down. And then she got so drunk i mean she my friend jen weighs like 100 pounds so it's like it doesn't oh take yeah her, i forgot know, how drunk her a lot <laughs> so they have all these great comedians you know who are performing this one guy's doing a bunch of crowd work and i can't remember what his question was but my friend jen raises her hand and she goes oh my friend does comedy and points at me oh. and i was like new and i was like <laughs> no no the no. fear on my face and i could feel caitlin just like staring at like my like my right shoulder. I just was like, laughing so hard. What are you talking about? It was the best birthday present anybody could have given me. Her friend me like my friend Karen Barnes comedy. See how can, how can she get up? When you can yeah, when can you put her up? Pack pack hey, crowd like excuse what, me, a couple hundred people. Shh. Carrie should go up. I, I was like, this is the best birthday I've ever had. <laughs> wow. And the comedian was great. He was like, okay, that's great. Like, he just kind of blew it off. She's like, no, real no, no. pro. She does, she does comedy. And I literally am dying. So I have this thing where I call it the sorority smile. Oh, I'm yes. Sure I you love your sorority smile. So yes, Carrie's sorority awkward. Friend. You're awkward, but the smile is just funny. <laughs> if you're in, if, okay, if, 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 so much, if uh, so much, a mass shooting broke out in a shopping mall and Carrie were there, Carrie she would just, would just keep happy. smiling. Yeah. Could look like a clown, like a scary clown. It's just one of it's my favorite things. If you're not used to it, it's not. It's not off-putting. That's what's so amazing <laughs> about it. 
But anyway, um, we ended up on this. Rose, right? No, I noticed that. <laughs> I've done that before. It's not bad. You pour made a little white wine into your okay. red. No. You made rose the way Billy Joel makes rose. <laughs> Bottle of red. Bottle of white. So we were at a comedy show in San Diego together, and it was a weird show, and I felt very uncomfortable just because the room was strange it was one of these like it was like a shallow room i don't know how to explain it it's like anyway the point is carrie was there and at one point i said oh blah 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 blah. i love murder shows and Car- no, wrong what did i say We're like an old married couple right now but we <laughs> no i love way. it so we much it makes me so happy your way we home really i went she had a show in claremont and that's what I was claremont went. not san diego you came with was me headlining you were opening for him and no one came and no one came and it was his but fault. like seven i brought your i brought i was I not came. i was opening and i brought like 10 people and the headliner brought no one and you had to have a certain number for them to even perform so i was like, like i'll buy tickets yeah because i'm like a super generous you're really like, good about that yeah oh my god carrie's the best at that so Carrie's yeah you tickets. always hit for <laughs> she gives good tickets. tickets and i don't regret one minute one minute that. even me sniveling next to you <laughs> that's when i knew it was okay to cry so i'm not very <laughs> openly emotional and I was like, I don't know if I'm supposed to be crying. Have we ever seen a movie together? Yes. We watched Dear Zachary, which also... No, no, no. I mean, like, gone to a movie theater uh, together. No. no, Dear Zachary... I'm not really a movie person. This movie, I was super excited I get to it. see A Star is Born. We have to pick a movie and see it together and then do Whatever. an episode. Sure. Okay. Okay. You sound uh, excited about it. The Sharon Tate movie. <laughs> It'll be your Actually, first album. yes. I there will. Okay, okay, that'll be the one. Brand. You'll get your movie. We're all going. Perfect. Crossover. So we, we were coming home from the show and it was, Caitlin and I were talking and you had said something about liking true crime. And I was like, oh, my God, I love true crime. And then I think you said like, oh, we should start a podcast. And I did say that. We were always drinking white wine together at the shows we did. And so she's like, we'll call it white wine, true crime. She also named Pretty Scary. I did. She was like, that would be a cool name. And then Adam approached Caitlin and I and was like, hey, would you guys want to do a podcast with me called Pretty Scary where we talk about anything pretty scary in the world? I oh, no, no, this. no. He, he didn't. He said, let's do a podcast maybe kind of in the same vein that you're doing, but about all these different weird events in the world. Like paranormal and I stuff. Said, what, I love that. Why don't we call it Pretty Scary? And he goes, that's a great name. Caitlin's like, I love that. I go, it was yeah you Nate it was your <laughs> it was idea here's the thing here's the thing I made you 96% of the work <laughs> but Carrie does not ever take credit for the work that I do <laughs> Carrie yeah. will always be like no actually Caitlin that was yeah. but Carrie's my stage mom you guys no, it's really great. important for everybody to understand I come up with weird little phrases like they're pretty scary and they're like Carrie say something and I wouldn't know what to do so I <laughs> stare at them you're... all panicky and I'd be like boo no but like I'm a catchphrase but you're a master of catchphrases and so many other things on our show specifically you and adam fingering each other oh i hate it It, i hate it it's almost my ride home last night listening (laughs) but i want to know what it is so carrie and adam who adam is one of their co-hosts of pretty scary yeah he actually produces the whole network of unpopular yeah he used to work for cracked oh that's how we met him he was a cracked Illinois. we're from the same hometown didn't go to the same school, and he's only like three months older than me. Never knew each other, though. So what are the odds yeah. of that? What exactly is it? The fingering thing. So, <laughs> great question. We don't <laughs> sit in close proximity on that podcast like we do here, where we're on each other's yeah, laps, and every floor. few minutes you'll like lean over me to like look at the microphone settings, mm-hmm. and I think like we're about to make out. Yeah. Like, it's not that intimate. 
So we're at an an interesting triangle. We're not super close. So there's times, and I like a a little bit of human touch. You're very touchy-feely, too. She means, like, physically like we're not close physically on the show like when we're recording we're literally arms right. distance so from each to, other like high five adam and one day i just got like lazy and i was like just give me a finger and so he, he did it and so now it just became a thing finger You're like me et yeah just finger me and so it's uh we've done life she hates it for some reason Wait. and it sounds dirty if you don't know what it is i have a new thing yeah have you guys done halloween horror nights i want to so bad podcast about it one so yeah. you've done one. Yeah. I, I want to. I mean, it's been a while. This is something you guys need to do with All right. them. It's okay. pretty scary. Boo you know, is a thing. I, I would rather wrong. do. No, you're, you're not doing <laughs> it wrong. <laughs> you had a little pitchy on the boo. Yeah, you did. A little bit. Yeah, it was pretty scary boo. Pretty scary boo. Pretty scary boo. Yeah. Um, you did great. Good. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it actually it was very cute. It was it was good. Um, so you've been. I want to do like a pub crawl. Like they have like haunted pub crawls. I think that would be. Oh, fun. they do. Yeah, in LA. What haunted pub crawls for? I bef- wanted to talk about haunted things with you guys because I love. Okay, let's stuff let's like talk that. about haunted. But before the yeah. Cecil Hotel turned into, which I think is very odd, condos. They used to rent out the Lisa Lamb room. If on the I fifth had floor. a lot, What's the Lisa Lamb thing. So for anybody does, does Wait, know. is that the thing where she climbed into the thing? I do yes. know it. I know yes. it. So for your listeners, it was, I don't know how long ago. 10 years? No. Less, well, less, less way less than, than that. It's like 2013. So there was like a downtown LA girl who, from another country who was traveling Canada. by herself. She went. So basically like this girl was like death by Google, in my opinion. Like she Googled like great hotels to stay in in los angeles so everybody everybody listening if you don't know la please don't visit la or stay in a place in la unless you have a word of mouth recommendation not on google this person googled like a price range basically i think and so she's traveling young girl traveling on a budget she ended up in a hostel there are plenty of amazing metropolitan uh, cities in on the planet that you can stay in a hostel Uh, los angeles is not one of them so she stayed. It's just not. It's do just not, not. Do not stay in a hostel in Los Angeles. You have to. Hotel. Do not stay in a hostel. At the very least, you'll avoid getting bed bugs. Yeah. But um, anyway, she stayed at this place called the Cecil. The Cecil already had had a fifty-year history of many, many suspicious deaths. Like a crazy amount of people who had committed suicide or died in the hotel. The Night Stalker stayed there for a while. It's yeah, like, Richard Ramirez. Yeah. And before him, another another uh, serial killer who was also a true crime author who would sit there and write true crime yeah. books about murder as he was going out murdering people. So she went crazy. to stay in this hotel. Oh, I feel like you would say that. Like I would date, probably, <laughs> I probably did date him. His name was probably John, and we went to like homecoming or something. You stole your, really want to know? Stole your surfboard? <laughs> like, boogie board. That's the one. Wait, I want to yeah. know who the boogie boarder is. Sorry. Okay, no, wrong. we're gonna get to that to the actual point of why you have us here at some point. But yeah. so anyway, Eliza Lamb, she stayed at this place for a couple days. Um, the last sighting of her is this very eerie elevator footage. The elevator doors. Now, just bear with me, everybody listening. The elevator doors stay open for a full five minutes, a solid five minutes. And it's a very spooky piece of footage because she's bobbing her head in and out as though someone is watching her. Um, 
it's very, very scary and very interesting. Um, the, the next time anybody sees her, she's found dead in the water cooler of the hotel. It's a water tank sitting at the top of the building. It's huge. The lid is over the top of the cooler, meaning that she had gotten, somehow she had gotten inside this water cooler and lifted the lid back over herself, which is very, very unlikely. Right. Um, and she was, the worst part is she was in there for so long that the, they found her because hotel patrons were complaining of a weird foggy quality to the water in the hotel. Yeah. They're drinking water. Shower I mean, water. it's truly gross. Yeah. I mean, it's a truly, but it's, it's, for, I'm sorry for the crass expression. One of my favorite L.A. true crime stories, just yeah. because it's it's eerie. It's and no, it's a Cecil, completely unsolved yeah. death. I think ultimately the Cecil got sued for like a you know negligence of structure or something stupid. So she like that. stayed on the fifth floor, and so people would specifically ask to stay in her room. And we actually tried. We tried closed down for renovations. Um, and we were going to take I'm down I don't know why we thought it was a good idea I'm we were gonna down. take a Wait, Ouija it... board no they uh, no it's condominiums which is so, crazy but still, though, I still feel like that stigma if, if I had staging a place if I had Britney Spears money I would buy one of those condos like right now oh yeah really I yeah try. and then host all sorts of like paranormal testing so are you guys into that that's what i was curious about just because i just became obsessed with the series the haunting on netflix have you seen that no the haunting of hill house no no very different but i did see that okay so okay the haunting it might be that the The family the family yes Yes, the haunting of hill house just dropped yeah i'm on episode four i'm on theo's episode it's that's the episode I'm working up to, and I'm super excited about it. Oh, it's good. I yeah. love, I love paranormal weird. stuff. Okay, I love paranormal stuff. It's like haunting, paranormal, but it goes back. Have and you forth found the between now? Have you seen online where people are slowing down the frames and they're finding ghosts in each shot? Oh God, it's no, so good. No, it's I really. But I love ghost stuff. Like ask Carrie. I'm, I'm into. I'm, but I'm super woo woo. Like me. I'm. No, don't be. Don't we all like being a little bit afraid? That's no. why we went to well, Universal. Universal. Nights. I was so scared. And then someone threw me in the front for the um, Walking Dead maze. And A, I had never seen The Walking Dead. I know that's oh. terrible. But, it's not terrible. But You're not a bad person. I, you have a life. That's not what everyone said when I was there. <laughs> Well, they need they need to take some antidepressants because God forbid you have like a life and go outside. Great, it's weird. That's um, stupid. And that was the most fun I had the whole time was when I was right in the front getting just scared the shit out of every second. It was See, great. I guess knowing that they can't touch you that does that used to scare me. That and when they'd come out of the bushes and they had like those shoes with the skates on the bottom. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, they did that. They used to do that a long time ago at Not Scary Farm. Oh, I, I love that. that. With the sparks laid right by you oh, that, that scared fuck me that. that or before when they would grab you that would freak me out oh wait so the why haven't we coordinated yes. why haven't we coordinated Th- like a girls trip <sighs> now knowing that they can it's, it's we need to do a girl like a big fun. girls trip to one of those let's start because i feel like slumber party and light as a feather step as a board i feel like we can have a slam book about each other and yes i agree this fine it's all coming together it's all coming together not that I don't want you here. No, no, no. We need uh, to do like yes. something scary. No, it's Caitlin? not. Because no, we, we need to get... You know, I'm happy you are right now. Is it Caitlin? It's Caitlin. No, it's not Caitlin. Nothing makes Carrie happier than things being my fault. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Carrie loves it it's my fault somehow. or something where she gets hurt physically <laughs> <laughs> or emotionally Carrie, it makes me laugh every my time brother. I'm the older no, one no no Carrie and I are it's a past life thing I swear to god we were siblings in a no, past life we can all tell by listening to you guys it's just a it's like a ping pong match back and forth I love it well because I don't ever think that Carrie wants Carrie would never want something to truly bad like anything that actually happened to me but if it did i would want carrie there (laughs) because carrie would allow me to laugh at myself because i think that's what we're all looking for and i think actually you know white one true crime I'm proud of our show. I, I love it's that. It's almost a love story to like friendship. Honestly, it is. I feel like she's the Carmilla Soprano to your Tony Soprano. Dude. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. But wait. I feel That's like she's so like, accurate. She's like a backbone. I've had just I enough wine like, yeah. for that to file through my brain no, and I'm dying right like, now. I feel like she's the Carmilla and the Tony. No, no. No, this is so accurate. <laughs> oh, this is shocking, yeah. actually. Caitlin revealed to me that um, I'd be like Johnny Fingers or some can... random episode. <laughs> no, you're not Johnny <laughs> Fingers. <laughs> you're definitely Although so that should be your Halloween costume. Yeah. Just put your paws up. Because you were born this way, baby. My mama told me when.